Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Uh, okay. We're live on FrankMarkStrong.com. I was listening <laughs> back to our last episode, and I realized the intro was like 30 seconds long. Oh, did I leave it that long that time? It was it was pretty long, yeah. I didn't mean to. I know. I was like, I hope each episode is not this long. No, I usually no, no. do skip a few seconds ahead, obviously. It's, but. it's usually not. I usually uh, I usually turn it, uh, like, cut it out really quickly. I actually, I, like, I usually don't play it like it plays, but yeah. I don't start the recording until it's already played for a bit. So that week, yeah. what probably happened was I just hit record right at the top. Okay. Because sometimes well, it plays and then we're talking. Exactly. Yeah. Which is usually how it goes anyway. So yeah. I was surprised that it went up for 30 seconds. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, man. You really need well, a theme song, to- though. We need what? There, there you go. You, you really need a theme song, though. Like something that announces the Armstrong Collective. Oh yeah, number uh, one presents Geek premiere show. Oh, or whatever. God. It doesn't matter. But you you need, <laughs> you need you need some sort of some sort. I definitely of don't want to do that. Get a Bonneville singer to do that. Yeah, 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 oh, say. I'll do that. I'll bring in the tap shoes and everything and the cane. <laughs> we do like a. Was it the Family Guy that did the whole insane over the top like oh, yeah. dance segment once yep. where it's like the. Yep. <sighs> Every, I mean, the whole intro for Family Guy is all um, like Broadway. But there was one where they did like a like really long version of it. Yeah. Where it like goes on and on. And I was just like, what the is going on with these people? Seth MacFarlane loves musicals. He does. He actually, that and Star Trek, two things he's obsessed with. Yeah. That's okay. I That's could, fine. I couldn't I tell. respect it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Orville. Yeah. yeah. Is, is that still on? Uh, it's gonna be a mid-season replacement now. They, they, yeah, which kind of sucks. Oh. I never can. I never think that's a good sign. Is it, it? But you, but you liked it. I, I did like it. I really liked it a oh, lot. Okay. There's one. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it yet. I didn't give it a chance yet. There's one episode specifically where they try and tackle gender, and they do a better job doing that episode than most of the Star Trek episodes that tried to handle the same theme. And that, mm. and they, theirs is a comedy. Like that's the thing. I, but that's a, the weird part is they say they're Maybe. a comedy, but they're not actually a comedy. No, it's pastiche. It's a yeah, you, you said it started that way, and then they kind of moved towards more seriousness, like three episodes in. No? Yeah, no, but even like yeah, even the because what they do is the episode will have a serious theme, but then there'll be a moment in the episode where they're like, oh, uh, like what was the one that they did? Sorry, my mic's uh, being weird. There was one last time where what's his name, the the pilot. Let's say I don't remember his name. The Jordy LaForge, essentially of the show. No, not the Jordy. The uh, Crusher, the Willie, the Crusher, who like flies the ship. The Navigator. Yeah, yeah there you go. The okay. Navigator. That makes sense. <laughs> the Nav- the Navigator is like flying the ship, and then as a practical joke, one of them like he comes into the room and someone had cut his leg off, and that was a practical joke, and he's just like. Nah. And he's like, that's not a practical joke, you idiot. And they start like arguing. And he's just like, and it's like the data character is like, I thought that's what a practical joke was. I didn't understand the premise. Is this not funny? And it's like, and everyone, actually, that's kind of funny. Exactly. But it, that, that a scene like that happens in the middle of like a super serious moment. Like, like something, something really serious. Even funnier. Yeah. Something super serious right. is happening. And then all of a sudden this guy walks in and he's just like, you you took my leg, you idiots! And it's like, oh, okay, that's that's really weird. Yeah, so, that's my kind of humor. 
Yeah, I liked it. And Charlize Theron shows up in an episode. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she. Well, cool. yeah, because her and Seth did that movie together, A Million Ways to Die or A Thousand Ways to Die in the Wild West. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, they have that relationship. Forgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I didn't even movie. remember it till you brought it up. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Yeah, he literally threw every Family Guy trope into a western. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, he tried anyway. But that's his type. That's his type of comedy. Though. Yeah, because isn't that what the no, Ted that's movies? Fine. It just it just doesn't work with the western. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what the Ted yeah. movies are like, too, no? What are you talking about? Wild Wild West was amazing. Oh, I do love Wild Wild West. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, did... I was being sarcastic, yeah, but okay. Yeah, she was joking, dude. <laughs> There's a lot of haterade going around. I actually enjoyed Wild Wild West. It was and fine. And I'm not afraid to say it. It was it. fine for so what it was. It was. was I liked it as a kid, but yeah. I saw it again when I was like, older and i was like oh this is this is a terrible unbearable movie. i mean yeah. guys we're not supposed to re-watch these movies when we get older because then you know as an adult as a child you're like man was i an idiot why did i like these movies because you, you know what the, the same saying is never meet your heroes goes further to these yeah. shows and yep. movies never rewatch them yep. Yep. <laughs> i tell you what robocop 2 is still the best robo <laughs> Oh my god! That's crazy! I forgot there was a RoboCop too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, I'm sure if I, I'm sure Sorry, if I watch the Ninja like... Turtles, I'd be like, no. no. Oh my god, no, no. no. The first is one was the only the one where they like fought in the streets. Like Robo... it was like RoboCop underground. Was, I think the one where they built this like updated machine. That was like supposed oh, okay. to be. We built the city. Yeah, actually, I don't remember Robocop two. Oh my god. Oh my god. So Robocop three is the one where he's he flies. Oh, probably. Yeah, I, don't remember I think that. so. And, and there's like and there's like a whole underground people that he's with, and it's like a resistance <laughs> against it. Oh my god, that's true. They went really deep with this Robocop thing. Oh my god. Terrible. So yeah, that that <laughs> we'll start to show off with some Robocop talk wow. and some eighties uh, movie trashing, but. I'm you getting know. old, man. I don't remember those films. <laughs> oh, man. I think I'm mixing up two and three there, but what someone who's listening right now knows it and is like, no, you idiot. You're making a mistake. <laughs> you sick bastard. It's a, good th- it's a good thing we can't see the comments because I know that's coming. I <laughs> yeah. know it's yeah, going to happen. Someone for sure knows. No, honestly, Toby, when you get to be our age, when you get to be like 35, just don't, just don't get old. Just euthanize yourself at 34. I'm, pra- that's, I'm practically there, man. Because that's, <laughs> that's when your memory starts to kick out and you realize... Oh no! I was telling I was telling Brian uh, the other day that I have officially reached old old agedom because I now have to wear a compressor sock on my left leg, <laughs> and I put I put it on and I I did my dance that- class as I always did, but I looked down at the end of it and I went, "This is it! It happened." I I am now, I am now that person who has to wear hey, a compression sock. They they feel good and they work well. So, I mean anyone anyone I don't care how old you are should be wearing compression <laughs> compression tights. <laughs> Oh man, it gets the blood circulating, you know. It, it really I does. wear them. I used to, I was wearing one to the gym recently. Well, that's why I told you because I said because yeah. I know because I remember you had one, and then I I now have to I do uh, Irish dance twice a week, and now I have to wear one because I have shin splints and everything. Everything we, we say that like in our thirties, right? But that's yeah. because no one told us to do these things when we were younger. If I knew about a lot of things that I knew now when I was like in my teens, I would be wearing compression shorts since I was like fourteen. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. I know you go, like, no, I don't want to do that, flow. mom. It's not cool. 
Yeah, no, my mom, my mom knew nothing about <laughs> taking care of. Me. For me, it would have been my knees, man, because when I was a teenager and I was yeah. working at, at uh, uh, what office supply store. I won't say their name again because I don't want to give them no shine. But I was working at the <laughs> store and I was like picking up like furniture and stuff and carrying it to the front, and I would just drop to my knees with like an extra oh, ninety pounds no. on my shoulder oh, and man. not even think twice about it because I was like, I'm good. These knees will last you know, forever. It's like no yeah. stupid. No, once they go, they're gone. Yeah, that's not how the human yeah. body works. Those cells stop regenerating at a certain point. We're, we're not we're not at cyborg level yet. We're getting there though. Oh my god, I hope we never get there, but it's yeah. gonna happen. Hydraulic knees. I know. I know you were like anti singularity. I'm like, no, no, I welcome. I like the singularity, and I I said I expect it to happen in our lifetime. Yeah, I, I can't wait. But I don't want us to do hybrids with our own bodies and our own I, minds. I do it. Are you kidding me? I want cyborg eyeballs. I so do, bad. I do like. So bad. I do like cyborg legs or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or like like Chell like Chell from uh, Portal, where she has the uh, the hydraulic. Uh, there I mean, you go. I mean, they're they're not part of her knees or anything, but she has the the actual boots and stuff. Or or like Star Fox, you know, so I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I can fly the what's it called. Yep. Remember when I brought that fact up during a DTD a while back, Doc? What was it that you did? You wanted? He's talking about Star Fox. Oh, yes. And he told us about the legs, legs. and we were all freaked out. We we're like, wait, what? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. They all have mechanical legs. Just, we were. It was interesting yeah, because for me to learn you too. can't, it, when, if, you, if you have to drive a ship like that with such compulsion with your legs, your legs would, would just explode if no, you, ha- you need, just, yeah, you need yeah. to yeah. have. No, that shit ain't cool. That they, shit they, even go, they even go through this <laughs> was, in Battlestar Galactica where she hurts her leg because she's, she's flying too fast and everything. The, the force, like the G force, yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. I understand the science. I just don't respect it because it freaks me the fuck out. That oh, shit man. is scary. You, and you're not afraid of the singularity? You're not. You're not uh, I'm. I'm not. I no, mean, I'm not afraid. Of, I, the singularity to me, because everybody, everybody talks about the singularity like it's gonna happen and destroy the world. And I still think that the singularity would happen and um, kind of look at the world and be like, okay, well, I need you to survive for a time being. Or at oh yeah, least, it's gonna use this as a labor force. But I, I will for, say this, Toby. Being. Toby, your partner gave me the best uh, uh, idea or the best. Uh, forethought for this than I've ever heard when she said well they're just gonna leave the planet once they figure out how to explore and I was like oh shit I never thought about them just leaving us behind (laughs) I always thought of them just being like no we're taking over and showing you idiots how to run this place properly (laughs) and then she came along and was just like well no they're just gonna explore the universe they're gonna get tired of us I was like oh shit like that blew my mind when she said it of course they don't need resources there's nothing stopping them exactly what she said and I was just like yo she like that was super insightful that one Actually, also Neil deGrasse Tyson is like I've listened to a few of his podcasts, and that's usually like the frame of mind or the thought, like the the path that he's usually on with AI or all the singularity stuff. He's like, they're not gonna want anything to do with us. They no, they don't need us. Yeah. throughout the universe because there's so much more out there than us you know they actually went through this in, in um uh stargate sg1 with the whole replicator series that we mean right. we, we created them but then they decided oh well we can replicate ourselves what the hell do we need you for and then it just started taking over the galaxy yeah yeah because they can because, I, <laughs> because they can i figured out the stream it just won't be the usual obs stream we're going back to the old one where it's just michelle and i and toby's godlike voice. toby's a voice in the sky the godlike voice of toby <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children me, of all ages let me see if i can mimic that not at all i don't have enough <laughs> space okay there john, john lafontaine back up 
Oh, my um, God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Geektastic. <laughs> <laughs> How many minutes in? 12 minutes in. We ain't talking about shit. Except we talked about fun stuff. <laughs> oh, man. We, we, we started one episode once, and it was like 20 minutes in, and you hadn't even played the theme song yet. Oh, my God. Went, oh, yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, by the way, so let's at least rewind this. What's up, everybody? Geektastic Cypher. I'm Doc Holiday. We have our guest today. Michelle Franklin and live from the T dot as always. Toby, Toby. Uh, so we are here. We were just kind of you know ranting and raving and being childish young people uh, as we are because you know. Oh, as we discussed, we're not that young because you and I wear I know, compression yeah. socks. <laughs> I was trying to hey, give man, myself a I moment. Have, okay. <laughs> I have plantar fasciitis, bad knees. You know, it's uh, we're all in the same boat here. What was it last time? Uh, I have the fat man's disease, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> What, do you have gout? <laughs> no, no. You have gout? It's because I was, <laughs> I was telling Toby how someone told me I have the, I had, because I had plantar fasciitis before Toby, and someone told me, oh yeah, that's the fat man's disease. <laughs> and I was just like, and I told Toby, yo, it makes me feel better knowing that you have it because you're not fat. And then he, and then he essentially worded it as, the guy's not wrong. <laughs> like, damn you, Toby. It's true though. It, it, it affects everyone. Some people more than others, but it's you know it's in everyone. Everyone's uh, what's it called? Everyone can be a victim of plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Oh man, it's just wear and tear. That's all. Oh, boy. That's that's amazing. Ah, that makes me laugh. That's funny. so funny. That's great. Um, fat man's fat man's we get into we get into the DTD or what? Yeah, yeah. Let's jump into the, the DTD. Y'all. You mean the one that you don't know? Yeah, no, he exactly. knows enough. He knows enough. I do find I mean, it funny though that you're like, wait, what's the story of Snow White? And, <laughs> and I was essentially explaining the whole story. He's like, wait, why was she in the woods? Because the huntsman took her. Wait, why did the huntsman take her? Because the queen sent her. Why did the queen uh, send wish, her? It's like, dude, that's I wish, the movie. I wish people were actually here for that because I actually did need. I needed a background. Of Snow White. It's been a while. So for the, <laughs> okay, so for those of you, the, the DTD this week is Battle of, I, I guess I changed it technically to Battle of Disney Villains because there's so many Disney Villains yeah. that, you know, I maybe we'll call this Disney Villains Round 1 because we're going to be doing more of these. Oh, yeah. Probably. Uh, Actually, my, my first picks, I think, were like Jafar and other. And Yeah, you have yeah. given us other ones in the past. Yeah. So so but, Michelle Franklin, I'll let you explain what where, this, where the inspiration for this came from. Uh. It was very simple. Skinny couldn't be here. So he sent me he sent me a mess, frantic message saying, hey, I need somebody. I need a shit talker and a sarcastic person to, t- to take my place. And nobody better than you. And I said, yes, sir. Nobody better than me. But then I saw that the, he said, oh, by the way, the DTD was up to me this week. So now it's up to you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this was just the first thing that came to my head because I, I had just seen uh uh, something about Isma, who's my favorite, and uh, and she's pretty funny. Oh, Isma's the best. Yeah, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. best. So uh, that that's it. That's the story of the DTD. Really, nothing exciting. <laughs> it it was it was a panic. Uh oh, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> Disney villains, because I know they haven't done it before. Good, good, we're good. So and and then I saw it and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> see, but that's that's how I usually am because I see these things and then I go, oh no. <laughs> I do enjoy so, that everyone gets a little bit panicked, but I at least true. I at least put links now when we, yeah. Dude, it does yeah. help a lot. Yeah, Dude, it does yeah. help a lot. Yeah, because I, I had I put I put tons of stuff on like the game news section. And Brian's like, oh, can you put uh, can you put links to every single one? And I went. 
uh, okay yeah it's just because we it's just because if if we don't then because when we're doing the show what we often do for you uh podcast kids out there who want a little bit of a tidbit we pull up the outline for the show and we have it on the screen when we're doing the show and then as we're talking about things we just click the links instead of so if you didn't put the links to these things I'd have to like either search for it or I'd literally Toby and I would sit there quietly as you rant about them and we just nod, be like, uh huh. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but then that's we, not true. We talked about this. We talked about Sony before, and you knew what was what was going true, on. True, true. Yeah, yeah. One out of the eight things you added, <laughs> I would have nodded and said, "Oh, I know this one." Well, it was empty, and then and then I started putting all the game news in my section, and then and then uh, Brian said, "No, no, pick something that's true. else." We don't we don't really cover games. I, um, I would on, like on to because I'm a geek casting. Yeah, I, I, I don't game as much as I do, so I'd feel like a fraud. You know, I, I, <laughs> everybody I, already thinks that, so no difference. Oh, oh yeah. there, there! Crackle. I did it for skinny. I did it for skinny. For skinny. For skinny? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just because I I'm not a I'm not a big gamer. And yes, you are. No, no, no. I am not a gamer. I am someone who enjoys games. I will always say it that did, way. Did you start playing the Saints Row? No, not yet. Because <gasps> I started playing Spider Man. Oh God. Brian. Hey man, come on! Fastest selling game of all time for PS4. You can't hate on that. You can't. Dude, I've been watching some gameplays for it though. Yeah. I don't have time to play, but I watch gameplay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> the same time to watch. You can. <laughs> okay, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer at heart. When I see a game, it's just I don't have the time. Like I'd rather not play it almost because I don't have the time to dedicate. Oh, okay. To it I get what you're saying. What I yeah. mean is like a like a love hate thing now because I would love to play it. Yeah. But I hate the fact that I can't. And you see how I know I'm not a gamer? Because I'm the type of person who would rather play for 10 minutes and just blow everything up in my path for 10 minutes and not pay attention to any story and then come back the next time and be like, yeah, I guess I could do one mission over here and yeah, see what you, happens. I'm, did, did I'm you legit trying to get really good at the game. And, you know, like, every time Good at a game? Anything. It's yeah, called man. cheat codes, sir. What are you no, doing? No, cheat codes are called credit cards now, Brian. <laughs> oh, is that it? Well, microtransactions. Oh, she went there. No, no more game genie, you know. Oh, boy. Shout outs to Khalil, who I just hit us up uh who's been traveling hashtag savage i saw that post that he put it put up the other day so shout outs to him showing that love to geektastic cypher okay we got to get to this dtd because we've been talking but we ain't get to it yet so dtd this week battle mm -hmm. of disney villains round one queen grimhild from or grimhild grimhild i want to say grimhilda, grimhilda. But, but it's not is that how it's pronounced because it's probably yeah. grimhilda yeah. okay yeah uh from snow white isma Isma, Isma, Isma from the Emperor's New Groove. Who's in my and, chair? Isma's in my chair. Yeah, yeah. And Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Uh, we so we've seen different incarnations of Maleficent. Oh, I don't mind. You can pick whatever Maleficent. Oh, I'm, I figured we were picking the original Disney one. You can pick that's the Angelina I'm, Jolie one also. That's fine. Oh, that's never fair. Fine, fine. Yeah, it's fair. No, How's it? Because the other two. One. Sorry. <laughs> I said I only know the Angelina. <laughs> I mean, the Angelina Jolie one was a very good version of good. the Disney version. Yeah, like, I liked it, it. Not much changed, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, okay, so who wants to go first? Me. Okay. Because okay. I love Yzma. No, okay. I do. Yzma, Yzma is one of my favorite Disney okay, villains. Because she, even though Emperor's New Groove was really, for its time, was so underrated. Because yeah, it I was, agree. It harkened back to more of those old style Disney, uh, well, older style Disney villains where they were just funny. Yeah. And they were yeah. likable. 
Yeah. And I guess Disney had stopped doing that. Yeah. If you go, you know I mean, but I guess past Frollo, it just wasn't because Frollo was pure evil. Nobody could like him. Yeah. And to the point, to the point that nobody even really thinks of him that much. Because even Scar is likable to a certain extent. Because yeah, because he was like charming. It, yeah. Cause, and also his interactions with the hyenas are, yeah, are pretty are good. funny. Yeah. So uh, Isma, Isma is just the best. I love. Yeah, him. that's true. Disney went through a phase where the villains were just genuinely villainous. Like well, they weren't really weren't. like. There's no like redeeming quality no. to the villainy. Even Ursula, even though she's horrible, I was say, you love Ursula her. was the scariest fucking shit <laughs> in my life when I was younger. That's fair, yeah. That, pur- <laughs> that like purple some... and like white hair and like just. And when she was singing and like just being Eve, like just she was just freaky. She freaked yeah. me out. She well now if you look at her hair, you think she just wants to talk to the managers. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's yeah. frightening. So she she looks like a middle aged woman named Karen who just yeah. wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, Maleficent has been badass. Isma was funny, uh, and then you know, the witch, aka Queen Grimhild from Grimhilda from Snow White. Ugh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, she's got powers, man. She's got pretty. Interesting. She's a classic she's a magic witch, and yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, so who are you draining? Who are you oh, I'm up? teaming up with Isma because because okay. she has she has the cool levers and the lab, yeah, and the llama potion, <laughs> yeah, and she turns into a cute little cat. So Isma Isma is my is my best friend. So okay. I'm teaming up with Isma and I'm draining the queen from Snow White because she does have magic abilities. Yes, I mean they, she and Malef- Maleficent both have similar abilities. They can both turn into things. Yeah, but. The the queen is evil and I like evil magic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bla- that black magic. Oh, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. It's, it's hot, okay. Um so I'm I'm uh, I'm draining her and I'm defeating Maleficent because I am really tired of her. Oh, really? Yes. I am tired of her. Nobody like nobody gave a shit about Sleeping Beauty when it came out. Nobody. Yeah, and yeah. then suddenly she became super cool later on because she was an easy costume to do. Ah, that's what it was. I was like, yeah, why did she become popular? Because you're right. There was never really a big thing about Sleeping Beauty. No, Sleeping Beauty was a commercial failure when it came out. Yeah. It was because the same thing with Alice in Wonderland. The styles were so different. Mm. People were just not into that 1960s abstract. Okay. And they, I guess she wasn't, she was again, really at the time. Now she's not, she's been semi redeemed, Yeah. but she was extremely evil and nobody liked her. Yeah. And Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland is definitely one of the most popular ones now. Now it the is. The psychedelic yeah. movement made like people just love the story when they look back. One like, pill yeah. makes you larger. Essentially it was just, they, they, it, essentially it was just an LSD trip, right? Yep. Is what people said afterwards. Oh, it was an opioid trip. Absolutely. Opioid yeah. trip. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Toby, you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, mine's gonna be real quick. Okay, go ahead, man. So, because I only really remember Maleficent <laughs> based on Ange- based on Angelina Jolie's <laughs> reimagining of the character, I'm gonna go with draining Maleficent. Um, and you know what, Snow White. I, I was asking you the story before about why she took an apple from some random stranger in the woods yeah. when you're lost, and you decide to eat it. Based on how the witch looked, you'd still decide to take the apple from her. She's, ah! she's judging based on appearances. Toby, how dare you? Yeah, I was gonna say they were woke yeah. back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lost in the woods, and some random person said, "Here, take this apple and eat it." I probably wouldn't do it, to be honest. It's a dark, you know, enchanted wait, forest. You know what? I you know things are gonna come out at you. Can I? Can I point yeah, something out though? The entire mm-hmm. lesson of us not eating poison apples literally comes from this yep. story. Like your fear of eating an apple from a stranger is from this Brothers Grimm story. Like that's where it comes from. Don't take candy from strangers. 
but because Snow White is so dumb, I'm going to team up with the witch. Are you saying so, like, people are dumb? Happen and go, you idiot. Um, <laughs> and then, and I'm just going to defeat. What's her name? Why is Isma? You can't defeat Isma. Isma is a concept. She will never be defeated. Oh <laughs> well, I, I I will destroy her. Like Isma uh, has Kronk. said last week. You can't you can't you can't beat Kronk. Patrick, Patrick Warburton. 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 Yeah. yeah. But that's even, who did the voice. Yeah, he yeah, even he has his own the dance theme oh, wow. song. Yeah. Of the sidekick. Yeah. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. And he has his own sequel. Yeah, that's Kronk, right. Kronk 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He becomes a cook. <laughs> Just cool. like he always wanted. Oh boy. Uh, so in my case. <laughs> Uh, okay, if we, if I can pick any version, I'm definitely taking uh, Angelina Jolie's Mal- Maleficent because I want them wings, those oh, badass yeah, wings true. that she starts out with. And the fact is that you want those wings the whole time. So you have wings and you're still that magically powerful. That's pretty dope. Is she, though? Because, I mean, she she had no power without her wings, apparently. Well, no, but didn't she? Because how did she get so far into the castle and stuff? Because she was trying to get her wings back. Didn't she have powers? Or was that just like potions that she was using? I don't yeah, remember no. that part. No, it is it, it is some power, but yeah, not she not wasn't enough. at maximum until she got them wings back. At which point you yeah. get to fly. That's dope. <laughs> I just want to fly around. So you know, not like Icarus though, because that dumbass is the you know we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, earlier. we did. We talked about so, Sony and Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't want to fly too close to the sun, but I'm I'm good with just staying just a little bit. You know, in that middle space. That's the original story of Icarus. It wasn't about just flying close to the sun. He also wasn't supposed to fly too low to the water. What does that teach you? Never shoot for success. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Icarus. It depends what your definition of success is. Thanks, thanks, Daedalus. Surviving and getting all the way to the other side is your measurement. Then, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's fair. That's a good point. So, yeah, I'm going to Icarus it up with Maleficent and get them wings. And then I'm going to team up with the queen. I'm sorry, I'm getting rid of your your your, your pal again, you, but only you because can never get rid of Isma. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's so a cute cat we, by the we, end. We defeat her, quote unquote, but then she keeps popping up, and we're like, okay, That's cool, right. you can chill. So, yeah. but yeah, I want I want to team up with the queen because then I can team up with someone I don't trust her. Um, but I also am smart enough not to trust her and just, I just won't eat anything she makes me. <laughs> I'll just be like, she'll be like, oh, I made dinner for us. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> and I just turn around and I'm like, no. Would you like this apple shaped hamburger? <laughs> yeah, no, get out of here. You know, it, it even turns into a skull after she, after she bites from yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, get out of here with your craziness. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. I mean, it is badass, but it's still like, I, I'm teaming up with her cause I don't trust her and I just want to keep an eye on her crazy ass. <laughs> trying to that's so crazy that she knew snow white she was just toying with snow white she could have done anything else the doors are not watching shank 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 oh my gosh that's great snow she white knows. had seven homeboys at her side and she's still too stupid to realize <laughs> She well they weren't she there they, were, they left they, yeah, they, yeah. they had to go to work yeah yeah somebody has to work <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for some S- reason. Snow White stayed in the kitchen. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Oh, that's deep. That's, that's deep. I guess well, it's not as woke as we thought. Well, they say it was, they say it was for her protection. So this way the huntsman wouldn't find her. People wouldn't find oh, her. Oh, God, but. what a lesson they're trying to teach. Men go to work. Women stay in the kitchen. And when strangers come along, don't take their food. They're trying to murder you. It's uh. like, what, what, what the hell? <laughs> Essentially, ladies, stay in the kitchen. 
don't go outside. Yo, Dis- Walt Disney had some issues. We need to talk to that. Brothers Grimm had issues, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, Brothers Grimm. True, true, true. Brothers Grimm first. We need to talk to all those severed heads, a la Futurama. Just put them in water and have a conversation. So guys, let's talk about how you depict women. Um, they're essentially unconscious, and men just kiss them and magically wake them up. Or you know, there's other women trying to kill them because they're too beautiful. Do you understand why women have self confidence issues and body issues? When but you- why the princesses are so beautiful and they destroy everything with their beauty? <laughs> Princess Jasmine, um, yeah, I was essentially made into a slave by some crazy guy. Yeah, and she and she had to be sexually devious to get out of it. Yeah, remember? She, oh, Jafar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go, Mulan. Oh, I can only be powerful if I'm a man. I mean, that has to do more with the historical situation of it, but yeah. still messed up. Like, yeah, I look forward Mr. to. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Wreck It Ralph movie. Defense, though, they did change that quite a bit recently, though, right? Yeah, yeah, like, now like, they're Tangled and what's that Oranger one? I forgot. I oh forget. yes, yes, yes. Brave, Brave, yes, Tangled. Yeah. Um, then well, the problem, well, the problem Frozen, with, but with the, true. But the problem with well, the problem with all those three yeah. is that they they keep the trope up until about halfway through the movie, and then they go, "Aha, you see." So it doesn't mm. really work. So, for example, in uh, in Brave. The lesson is essentially that because she she wanted to be her own person, her mom got turned into a yeah, bear. Yeah, that was messed up. And, and mm. I, I got to tell you guys, when I saw the trailers for Brave, I did not expect there to be a mother turned into a bear angle. Like that for me was the most left field. I was like watching the movie. Wait, a mother turned into a what? A bear. So her mom gets turned into a bear because of a curse. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. she's the one who has to break the curse and yeah. go talk to the trolls and all that. But she, again, it, it, the the message is, even though you want to be your own person and not be forced to be married, yeah, don't 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 disobey your mom because she'll a curse will yeah, be put on her. It'll ruin it's, your family. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, same, mm-hmm. and the same thing with Frozen. Really, what the the whole issue with like Hans is, there's no there was no reason for him to be made a bad guy. Yeah, because he wasn't bad. He actually had a legitimate reason for le- for wanting to leave his family. He had nothing to inherit. So yeah, sure. What they could, what they should have done is just made them kiss, and then she realizes, oh, you know what? No, I really don't like you. Yeah. Instead, they made him a bad guy, and again, putting that like, evil trope in there for no reason. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't yeah. make any sense. It didn't make any sense. It, it makes me wonder how do you get around that then, and still make the story enticing to the public? Because it sounds to me like they do want to cross that line, but they're afraid they'll lose. You know what I mean? Well, They're afraid they'll lose in a box office or they'll lose in people's eyes because well, that's of the way what happened. society already And that's thinks, what happened right? with Tangled. Is that it was fine up until the end. And then she goes, oh, well, he likes me for who I am. Wait, let me just cut off all my hair yeah. for no reason. Anyway. What? It, it made no sense. Okay. I, I mentioned all those things, but I never saw them. So. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> the only one I've I seen just, is I Frozen. Just know, I just know. Yeah, I've seen Frozen. That's yeah. the only one I've seen. Yeah. So I just know based off what people have told me. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. That's, and that seems to be the general consensus. But your point of view right now actually changes that a bit because I just thought, oh, you know, they were all brave. Well, and- the princess and the frog I liked because the idea for princess and the frog is I want to be a businesswoman. Yes. And mm-hmm. I want to. And like, uh, I mean, there's no she the I, she's supposed to kiss the prince, but it's more to help him. It's yeah. not for like she doesn't need to become a princess and who's the bad guy is his name samdi is that his name yeah yeah it's Sar- he's, Samdi. he's not Baron really samdi, a bad guy well he's practicing voodoo and has sold his soul to demons so because remember he's working so he's- <laughs> so 
How is that? I, bad? Actually, I actually saw that one in theaters, but I forget it now. Well, just I took, my, I took my little cousins. I it. don't remember why he's trying. What he's trying to do. I just remember he's bad, and he's trying. He's working for bat like demons, and he's. Oh, he sw- he wanted to sw- the 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 prince got switched into the body of the frog, and they they still oh and they were pretending to be the prince yeah because remember yes. one of the bodyguards is like pretending to be the prince yeah and he has to wear that thing to keep it on. okay yeah man we really need to do a Disney movie night because I don't remember all of these at all uh, like, if we're doing a Disney movie night we were singing all the songs that's oh, what's happening okay then I'm not doing it no you movie are night. and we're doing it oh god yes okay so oh, moving that's true the prince mistakes her for a princess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, and then she gets turned into a frog. So she just be called a frog and a frog. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She's not. It's kind of a mess. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. She's uh, the frog. I kept thinking yeah. he was a frog. Yeah. And then Baron. Yeah. And then Baron Somdi is Keith David, so he can't be evil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He can't be evil. Keith David. What a voice actor. God bless him. Hey, he's Goliath. My first cartoon I know. crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's he's amazing. And then he went on to do the weirdest decision I think he ever made, the sixth and final Yahoo season of Community, something nobody watched. It's like, nope. nope. After season three. Man. Yeah, I know, pretty yeah, much. Nope. Okay, we got to go into the next segment, View the Right Thing, because it's already almost 7.30. Well, we, oh, st- we started half an hour later because we had technical problems. Yeah, so. yeah, we do apologize for that if you guys are tuning in. So make it extra long for everybody. Yay! Yay! It's just because I have to edit this afterwards, too. No, so you don't. It's right. fine. Just put it out this way. Yes, they edit out all of my swears. No, I, ne- I actually never edit out the swears. <laughs> I know, I know. You edit yourself out like during the recording. Yeah, yeah. Event, like so. when I do the show and then people listen back, they're like, wait, do you have a, a beat button? And I'm like, no. They're just like, because I hear the other guys swear, but you don't swear all the time. But sometimes you do swear. I'm like, listen, if I explain to you the weirdness of my mind, we'll be here all day, okay? <laughs> I worked in radio for 17 years. Yeah. I rewired yeah. my brain for no reason. And there, here we are, okay? You, you can don't get it, okay? It's not my fault. Got and yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so the view the right thing segment. Uh, Michelle's going to be talking to us. Michelle, you have a new book. Uh, well, I have several new books coming out, but next week, next week, the thrilling conclusion to the Myrell and Us Pirate books. Starting off, so it started with the Leaf Flute, and then the Barracan, and then the uh, the ship's crew, and the last book in this. A specific series is called the Myrellanos, which is the name of the actual ship. Okay, cool. And um, featuring everybody's favorite creature of the deep, and sea songs and shanties and pirate thievery and skullduggery and all that. So that that comes out next week uh, in digital, and I have no idea when the paperback comes out because. <laughs> uh, Are you still Am- printing yourself? Th- this one, yes. This okay. one, yes. But this one, um, uh, the I was going to do it. At the same time, which is usually what I do, and then I got a message from uh, from the online service saying, "Oh, by the way, we're merging with Amazon," and I went, oh, "Oh, crap!" So now I have to figure out that whole mess. Yeah. So whenever I can figure out that whole mess, that's when the the do paperback you, will happen. They don't just grandfather you over. No. Aww. You got you have to do it yourself. Uh, the magic of self-publishing but i you know for my other for my other books or rather for my digital versions it's all done for me so yeah, i, I yeah, can't yeah. complain i could but mm, whatever it's not worth it yeah. it's not worth it. it it's 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 just annoying really yeah. that's all so the my rel and us comes out next week in digital form where did you get the name it sounds greek huh it, it does sounds, but it, it sounds more viking oh really for me my nos nos the nos actually nos, maybe makes yeah, you think greece Learn your linguistics, Toby. 
That's true. No, you're right. You're right. It's true. <laughs> I was, I'm guessing over here. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, no, Toby it's, could be right for all I know. <laughs> uh, it comes from, so uh, the Fey Realm where they're... <laughs> Really, really taking your role as uh, skinny replacement there very seriously. <laughs> God, Toby, get with it. Uh, but uh, the so Melis is Myrelanos is the name of the Fae Queen, and okay. Melis is the name of her realm. So the Myrelanos, the ship, has uh, uh, Myrelanos as the figurehead, uh, and that's even it's even on one of the covers of the books. Okay, yeah. So um, that's that's why that's that name. But the actual name comes from uh, Tori Amos, who oh. who has a picture of her being dressed as the fairy queen and her name is Myra Ellen Amos. Oh, that's cute. I like mm. that. Yeah, so it's it's named after her. That's a nice nod. You better be careful she don't come for that money now though. <laughs> what what <laughs> she money? Like, she like hears the podcast she's just like, "Oh yeah, okay, we're just naming people after me like that. I see how it is. I want my cut." <laughs> Well, if she, if she wants to promote it, she can have all the cuts she wants. That's true, right? That's, That's probably, true. yeah. Tor- Tori Amos, you, you are named after, or rather I should say a goddess is named after you. So, oh, that's cute. I'm just saying, if you want if you want a cut, <laughs> I'll give you all the money in the world if, if you, you promote want, it. If you want to cosplay as this at the next comic convention. Well, kind of she already did, though. So she, maybe, she, just use that image to promote it. <laughs> oh, just I know. No, I'm th- there, I'd be asking yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Entering some new territory. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But uh, the the book What's is the, the legality. Here? <laughs> the The book is the is the conclusion of the prequel series to Damson's D- Distress. So, uh, in order to read how many this books one, in the series so far? This uh, is the fourth one. You said? In, the, in this specific series, is four. Yeah. Mm. Mm, okay. But I mean, the series awesome. in the whole, I think we're up to fifteen now. I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm getting old, I man. mean, at the rate at which you're churning them out, I got to say, like writing is not easy, nor is it something like you can just sit down and just like focus on. Like it's hard to yeah, do. Yeah, I can because it's my job. <laughs> but you do it daily, oh, I mean, right? Yeah. Well, yeah exactly. Yes, because it's, it's my job. You do yeah, it at home? That's... Yeah, I do it at home. Okay. No, I, okay. It, he means it more. And I understand what he means. Just because no, I, I, I know a lot of people who say they're writers and it's their job. There's a very well. well there's spend, a difference between playing video games. Well, there's a difference between <laughs> writing and being an author. Yeah. So, and I'm an author. An author does a lot of novels and novellas and things like that. Writer can do article. Writer can do anything. Yeah. It's a ubiquitous term for uh, somebody who is a scrivener. But I, I am a novelist. Yeah. And I'm an author. So I, I do. I, I'm a writer too because I write. You know various things. I actually wrote for uh, we we're playing a Fallout D and D game, mm-hmm. and I I had to write a piece of robot poetry. Oh, and cool. I, I actually spent I we we uh, we got assigned it, and then as pe- people who are part of my Patreon are actually going to get that poem. So join my Patreon and you get that poem. Oh. Um and uh, she assigned it to us. It was an hour later. I went home. Everybody else is freaking out, going, I don't know what I'm going to write. I'm going to write. An hour later, I send her a message saying, here, I finished it. I want you to look it over. She goes, God damn it, Michelle. You, can, you can't just hand in one of your books. So you wrote <laughs> you wrote a poem as a robot? Yes. Okay. Uh, my, my character is Mr. Handy, so I okay. had to oh, uh, God, I had to write a poem as a Mr. Handy. Okay. And it was great. I actually had a, a lot of fun writing it. That does sound fun. Yeah, I mean, especially since I'm crap at poetry. I'm terrible at it. I was challenging one of my friends today to write um, rhyming haikus. Oh, boy. Yeah, those are brutally painful five seven five or yeah five seven five and rhyme like there has to be a rhyming pattern to it you could do it just might not it just might not make very much sense it won't yeah yeah (laughs) he tried the first line i don't remember what it was but i just remember looking Mm -hmm. at him like oh if the english language worked that way my friend (laughs) uh i like fruit i like vegetables uh groot (laughs) 
orange there. <laughs> oh man. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, kudos to you. I always say that to anyone who's creative. Like anytime I, I talk with writers and stuff on on this show or past shows. Why would I'm you always, talk to writers? We're so boring. No, but I I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, some of the coolest people I've met are writers. You, uh, Crown Sin. Uh, I met a whole bunch of comic book writers back in the day when I used to go to Fan Expo. And uh, it's funny because you all see yourselves as boring people. Yeah. You always all say, make that joke of just like, eh, we're not that interesting. But you also have the same minds that create fantastical universes that a lot of us get to get lost in. So I guess so. I mean, it is there's a reason. I guess the reason they say they're boring is because you just spend your whole time writing. You feel yeah, like, we do. So I mean, yeah, it's not much. You're more like introverts in that way. Yeah. Does it feel so um, when you guys are writing and this is something I, I don't know if I've asked this to you before, but do you get to live in the world when you're writing? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm gone. So to the point that if it, it depends, it depends what I'm writing too. Mm. If I'm doing my nonfiction stuff, like my I hate summer and I hate everything. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I hate everything. It's coming out in January. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, so uh, when I'm doing my nonfiction stuff, I have to. Um, it's it's actually very quick. I do I do about maybe two thousand words mm. in maybe about an hour or two. Oh wow! Because it's nonfiction, it happens, so it's easier for me to just spill uh, just, it. Just just yeah, talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if I'm doing uh, fiction. I always joke and say, for me, that's the nonfiction because I have to then go into that place, yeah, and try to translate the uh, the etheria and like the sonic shape sort of aspect of it, yeah, of what I'm hearing and seeing, and then I have to and then I have to translate it for an audience, yeah, in a way that they understand because it's easy for me to just sit there and go like this. <laughs> and stare at the wall for you know for for ten hours and go into your own yeah. personal like <laughs> ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 and just holodeck and just, just yeah. live in your head holodeck you go wee in my head movies and, yeah but you know two days later you come out people are like are you okay I haven't eaten what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of, it's it's sort of like I was gonna say you know when you take magic mushrooms but you might not Brian. no yeah, uh, definitely so not for maybe. for people for people who are a little more adventurous uh, <laughs> if, when you take magic mushrooms the things that you see look so real to you and you think wow everything's amazing this is crazy this is great <laughs> yeah. you st- the trees are breathing the world is dancing your consciousness is expanding and you you see things that nobody else can see and you and you look at other people and you go are you not seeing this <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. little blue man is telling me the secrets <laughs> of the universe oh, it's, it's like that episode of Cowboy Bebop where they so you know you know no. what she's saying it like I've heard so many people describe the experience and people listening might be thinking like it's some crazy delusion or anything it's, not, it's, it's but from everyone that I've heard that's gone through the experience it's kind of liberating yeah, yeah. so everything she's saying is because you're kind of just like in a state where your brain is allowed to just think Go. whatever it wants and then yeah. whatever your brain is thinking is happening right in front of you it's, yeah that's technically what it is so it's not a bad trip which on anything you can if you overdo it yeah just so anybody listening out there make sure you know what you're doing before you do i'm happy we brought up shrooms uh happy well it's it passed a couple days ago six days ago but 920 which is the equivalent of 420 but for mushroom people for psychedelics (laughs) really yeah 920 is a psychedelic uh, and i heard uh i heard that they now declassified or something like that as of this afternoon i don't know which country i don't know where but uh I i believe uh, for no, maybe not for Canada, but for the some some country or somewhere in Europe, it's now uh, they're changing the classification of uh, sure. psilocybin. That's all well and good. It's because there's so much there's so much stigma in the 80s and 70s and stuff like that, 60s about drugs that they just kind of like 
benched everything without yeah. doing research or figuring well, you, well, out you know what why. agents in those. Well, exactly. And in you mushrooms, the active agent psilocybin has actually been proven to help like cure depression. Stuff yeah. Like and PT- people with PTSD, they're now using it exactly. to help people with PTSD and, and uh, dysphemia. There's going to be so much more in the next few years that we're going to learn about certain things that they classified as Schedule 1 or Schedule 2, mainly for pharmaceutical and obviously private purposes. What does Schedule 1 and Schedule 2 mean for anyone who doesn't know? Let's say for Schedule 1 is the most serious as far as like ranking drugs are concerned. And weed weed is a Schedule 1 in the U.S., by the way. Really? It's a Schedule schedule 2 in Canada, which is still pretty freaking high. In certain states. In certain states. Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're putting weed in the same category, which, eh, you know, they're finally again realizing that that right. That's insane. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. people went to jail for ten to twenty years for possession of weed. Think about it. Not if you're Joe Rogan, you know. But <laughs> but it, but, it, but if you're a black man, yeah, of course, you know, you, yeah, they, they just kill you in your own house. So I'm just oh, saying, yeah. with all these legalizations, you know, fix fix all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I take now because I have fibromyalgia. I actually take CBD, and I spoke I spoke to my yeah, doctor CBD about has this. Amazing effects. Because nothing was working. CBD? CBD is a cannabinoid, so it's okay. so in weed. There's two compounds that mainly work. There's THC, which mm. is the one that makes you high, and then there's CBD, the one that deals with all the pain relief. Ah, oh, okay. So and it also relieves nausea and uh, muscle relaxant oh, and okay. things like That's that. That's why they say to smoke weed when you're. Like when you when you're really in pain. So yeah. I but I can't I can't have the THC because I have to work. I can't okay, yeah. I can't I can't just sit there. Psychoactive effects, right? Yeah. CBD is more of a body thing. THC is psychoactive. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, I asked my doctor about it and I said, "What do you think?" He said, "Well, there's there's evidence that it works for people with fibro. So if you want to try it, sure." Okay. And it's been incredible. It's really amazing. So it, and I keep seeing more and more articles and scientific papers about this saying that now they're trying to replace. Uh, things like you know fentanyl, which is killing people. Yes, with, yes, yeah, with, I heard about that with CBD, and I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, they should have been doing this fifty years ago. Yeah, but of anyway. course. But, speak- but since the war on drugs, you yeah. know. But speaking of psychedelics, yeah. Maniac is a type of series oh, yeah. I feel someone would <laughs> watch while on psychedelics. Toby, you're gonna you, you've been no. watching. Uh, you watched a few episodes. You were saying. Yeah, so I'm like three episodes in, and I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what is this show? Because I've actually never seen. It so before. Maniac is the quick synopsis. Maniac is a series on Netflix that was created by uh, someone who's like super popular right now. Uh, what's the director's name? Kerry Joji Fugunaga. Who did what? What was the other project they worked on? Uh, let's pull that up right Because this I know, I know. Beast, Beast of No Nation and It. Oh, uh, It. That's it. That's the one. Uh, it okay. was the last and one. And also they- a producer on True Detective. Oh, anyway. cool. But I knew It was like people were saying like, oh, from the mind of It, like 2018. Right. So anyways, Maniac is... Uh, actually, why am I saying I didn't even watch it? Toby, my apologies. You go. You t- <laughs> well, so it's, I don't even think there's a real synopsis for this. Like we start out with meeting Jonah Hill's character. Uh, it starts stars Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, first of all. First so time they're back meeting- together since uh, the high school movie, right? That they did together. The high school movie. The one. Oh, yeah. Um, with McLovin. What's it called again? Yeah. With McLovin. <laughs> Super bad. Super that's bad. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Super Troopers, but I was like, no, it's not Super Troopers. Yeah. No, it's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, sorry, I sorry, sorry. that together. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the yeah. yeah. So we start by meeting his character, and he's in like this hearing, um, but it's like a practice hearing, you know, with his father in the room and some lawyers, and I guess he's gonna be defending his brother in some case. Hmm. Um, and apparently, we don't actually really find out what the case is, but we know it involves his brother and some girl. Okay. Right. And he obviously just by his responses, you know, he knows his brother did like did the, it. 
did it, but he still has to defend his brother. Yeah. Um, but then you start getting more look into his family life and you realize, oh, he had a psychotic break when, uh, a few years ago and his whole family kind of just treats him like this outsider. And he's, you know, he's this very, very, very lonely and alone, sad, like guy. Oh man. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so th- this whole thing, the reason it's called maniac, I guess, is because it gives you a look into what it feels like to be someone with mental issues. Mm. What, kind, what kind of mental issues though? Uh, depression, depression, I guess. Yeah, on his side anyway. Um, on Emma Stone's side is more of a PTSD, addictions kind of thing, and you know all the different people that are in this. So I, I'll get into it in a bit. Um, so Jonah Hill actually ends up. Um, what's the word? I guess leaving his family life. Okay. He kind of just, he goes to his dad. He's like, yeah, I'll be there at the hearing after everything went down and just pretty much just like leaves to go work for this, uh, to this pharmaceutical um, company. Trial. <laughs> apparently they have, yeah, they have this new drug that can help you get over like, you know, your, your depression. They have this whole new study going on. So he decided to join the study Okay. and he meets Emma Stone's character there. And she's addicted to this pill. And the pill is, it's actually, it's a letter A. It's in the shape of an A. Okay. And it helps, and it makes you relive your craziest, most traumatic event. Ooh. No, thanks. God. So no, some, thanks. So, but some people get hooked on it. There's some kind of high you get from that. I guess right? the, adre- the adrenaline high of... I, well, I have no idea. But yeah, so that's pretty much what she's addicted to. And then they meet at this facility. She's trying to get score more because she ran out and they won't admit her to the facility. So she's that kind of character. Like she's super like hankering for it, right? Yeah. Uh, but she scams her way in and they both end up in the same kind of pod together. And I guess throughout this whole thing, the reason why I say it's confusing is because there's no agenda. Okay. Like it's literally, you're just meeting these two people living their lives with these issues. There's no like plot. There's no B plot. There's no. But this is three episodes in. Do you, do you think maybe it's going to be something that will come up? Sorry, it, it, sorry, you cut out for a second, so I was asking yeah. a question. It, it, this is three episodes in. Do you feel like it's just it's finding its footing and it's going to build up, or because from what no, I understand, no, I actually a- think I actually think it's written that way. Oh, interesting. Like it's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to make you feel um, what they're going through. Okay. By living their lives, does okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So it's just as boring as some days can be, <laughs> oh. and just as exciting as some of this can be. Do you think so? There's no. We joked about this in the past, but the the whole idea of VR television. Do you think this that's is exactly a type it. of television show that, in a v, yeah, that's what essentially like if you could do VR goggles from the perspective of Jonah's character, it would be yeah. like kind of surreal because that's just exactly okay, exactly. I, I feel like that's what the point is, hmm. um, and the whole thing takes place in this dystopian, futuristic '80s kind of world. Uh, it's weird. They're all like dressed in eighties gear, but then there's like, you know, robots and <laughs> they actually, have a, they actually have a street cleaner, like a little tiny robot that cleans up poop. Oh. So whenever people are walking their dogs, it's kind of just like following them around. It's like, like this futuristic yeah, yeah dystopian eighties kind of world. It's kind of cool. Um, but I really don't know what to think about this show. <laughs> you said to like give you like a description or something that'll make your, uh, your partner want to watch it. And I'm like, chances are I'll convince her otherwise. Because it's like you just, I would I would suggest just watching the first episode and taking it from there. Okay. It's, it's almost I don't know like I'm not excited to watch it again, but I'm also not against watching it. I'm like kind of on the fence on this one. So it's not binge worthy, 
but it is, in my opinion yeah. okay well you know what i gotta say and i and i say this because i think netflix is actually trying to do this i think netflix does have its binge shows but i also mm. think netflix is trying to produce shows that they can give us the whole season in one day but the shows aren't necessarily made for binging like they don't yeah. necessarily want you to sit there the entire day they're hoping you'll watch this maybe watch something else come back because i noticed like when my partner and i are watching stuff on netflix now sometimes we'll watch an episode of something and then we'll, we'll be like uh this is kind of heavy to watch three in a row so let's watch you know avatar the last airbender yeah. to like you know palate cleanser of just silly funny nickelodeon yeah. silliness you know like i get it because this show like i said is very like it's like i would suggest people to watch it but it's not a binge worthy show like mm. you need that palate palate cleanser like you said you yeah. do need something to kind of take you out. it's so depressing you know there's no like there's no excitement. <laughs> there's yeah. like it's like just this one plane. <laughs> That's um, how I felt about Black well, Mirror. Again, oh really? Yeah, yeah, it's very it's very well written. I, oh. I I'm never gonna deny that fact. It's just like it's not something you just continuously watch because of how it's written in film. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, I like I said, I very much want to check it out uh because you should yeah i want to watch it because of like super bad i just like the idea of seeing two characters two actors when they were younger and then coming back together like what a good 10 years later uh i think it's more than that probably more than 10 years but just seeing like how they matured as actors and how they interact on 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 screen now obviously completely different scenarios but still seeing that chemistry that they may have had then and versus now and then also i just kind of like the color scheme the psychedelic look appeals to me like I agree. And, yeah. and you know what? The best way to describe it that just came to me now, it's like, imagine if someone was a super fan of Stanley Kubrick and uh, decided to make a show based on everything that Kubrick stands for. Interesting. Okay. That's what the show is. So okay. it's not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's good. It's well written, but it's like, oh, it's a lot. It's like, what's you're constantly asking yourself what's happening? What's <laughs> happening? Oh, I'm going to get it in a bit. I'm going to get it in a bit. And then they reveal things as it's going, but there's no, it's anticlimactic. So even when you do get the reveal, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's yeah. weird. It's really I, strange. But I like it's different. That it, it's different, you know. I like that it's better than because what was the other show that we said? What's going? Altered Carbon, similar oh, psychedelic yeah. color oh, yeah, scheme. Yeah, that, but yeah, we're, that we're, was yeah, but really try hard. No, but that's the thing. We were both saying at the time where it was just like, what's going on? Uh, we actually don't even. Want, oh yeah, Legion. Yeah, but Legion's good though. I like yeah. the kind of questionable. Okay. You don't like Legion. Okay. Wow! Oh, skinny! You've been, you're not doing a good skinny job right now. Skinny loves Legion. I'll tell you that. <laughs> to, to be fair, to be fair, I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen two episodes. So. Oh, yeah, Legion. Yeah. Legion is good. After two seasons, my brain's still just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this, this this actually has that same. Yeah, it's kind of like Legion in that way a bit too. Cool, cool, cool. It's, cool. it's just so abstract that it kind of leaves you to imagine. Is it esoteric. What's- Mm. No, <laughs> you're like, nah, dude, I wasn't going. That <laughs> uh, speaking of another Netflix series, this one less interesting, probably. I'm sure. So I really like Tony Danza because you know when you were a kid, you grew up watching I, Who's I the Boss. I can't watch him anymore. Knowing anymore, knowing, yeah, I can't. Knowing what though? Oh, you don't know? No, what about? Oh, so, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not you're gonna it. ruin no, another no, one because who did you no. ruin last time for us? Scott Bale. <laughs> no, Scott Bale's always been a jerk. I knew that. <laughs> There was someone else who said something, and I remember Skinny and I were like, uh, "What? No. Yeah. Oh no, you, Skinny didn't know, but I knew. You were talking about Chuck Norris, and you said the thousand oh, yes. years of yeah, yeah, the th- his whole oh, thousand years yeah. of darkness. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. I actually I already knew that. that. I he knew he was racist. I mean, to, to be fair, he does wow. have Alzheimer's, uh, but but still, yeah, still. 
Okay, so what did Danza do? Tell me real no, quick. No, I'm not, no, I'm not saying anything. Just go ahead and talk about the show. I'm not going to talk about the show until you no. say it now. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Michelle. So, Toby, how's life? <laughs> um, you know, not too bad. Just over here no. Googling Tony Danza as we speak. Yeah, because that's what I figured you were doing. Because <laughs> I, I figured if you're not going to tell us, Toby's just going to look it up. Okay, so, so let him look it up. It, honestly, it's just rumors. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. Okay, well, I'm going to talk about the show talk until Toby show. finds the rumors, and then we'll, we'll tell people not to watch it. You know it. better than to try to peer pressure I, me. I, I'm I, a brick wall. I was going to say the show's not worth watching anyway, so oh, either never way. Mind. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Uh, so the show's called The Good Cop. It's uh, Tony Danza and Josh Groban. Uh, I don't know why Josh Groban is doing this at all. I don't. Like, Josh Groban is a he singer. Was paid? No, I know. And I guess he just hasn't been doing anything lately, but I'm like, why is this what you decided to come back to the business for like i genuinely don't understand why this is what you're doing right now so josh groban is you know a musician he's done a lot of music uh he dated Katy perry that's one of his other claims to fame she actually even recently said he's the one that got away so people are just like okay but when it comes to like tv for example in the last two years he's been on two shows playing himself like like <laughs> okay. that's the thing he's he played himself in crazy ex-girlfriend he played himself in julie's green room he played himself in the muppet he's played himself in parks and recreation like he's not really an actor so i find it really weird that he's deciding to do this show with tony danza who also thinks himself a wonderful singer not really no nope. like, you're okay tony but you're not wait taxi reboot is this what jaws was talking about last time I don't know. I always did love Taxi, though, so... Oh, no. That's, really? I love Taxi. I don't want to reboot, but I love Taxi. I, I just Taxi saw, I just with, pictures. like, Queen Latifah and... Oh, no, no. And, no, okay. no, no, no. So, <laughs> Taxi is... A, that's a horrible remake of another movie, but Taxi, the original 70s series, was with Judd Hirsch, Hirsch? Mm-hmm. Um, who's on the show with Jermaine Fowler on CBS, Superior Donuts, and it starred Tony Danza, Danny DeVito. That's where Danny DeVito got his, his started his uh, career. Um, the one of the guys from Greece, the blonde guy, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't remember the other. Rita oh, and um, Andy Kaufman. That's where Andy yep. Kaufman started his career. And Rita. Rita Moreno. Yeah, Rita Moreno. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, it actually helped launch the careers of quite a few people. Uh, but there was also oh, and Christopher Lloyd start oh, was, yeah, it yeah. was on it yeah, too. Right. He ended up replacing Kaufman, I think, is what happened because him and Kaufman, I don't, I think Lloyd was the mechanic after him. Um, also, a show that had a lot of drug use, like a lot. Like when you look back at the like, supposedly the show had notorious drug use because all of those guys and girls were on something at some point. Well, it was late seventies, of course. I know. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you think like it. it think of Taxi and SNL, and there you go. That's, that's, that's like drugs and more drugs. Yeah, yeah, the party times, white snow everywhere. So. <laughs> Tony, Tony Danza is Confetti. yeah he 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 plays a crooked cop who got sent away for seven years and his son plays his literate uh, like polar opposite. It's essentially the it's it's the odd couple but with a father son dynamic. That's it. No, That's I all know. it is. And they're cops. Wait, no. that's hilarious. In the original, his name was Tony Banta. Oh really? And then in this one, is Tony Caruso. Yeah, he always uses his own name. He loves to use his own name. He's so that type weird. of actor. Because he probably is the type of guy on set who can't answer to other names because he just can't get into it. <laughs> They're just like, Mike, like, like, Jackie, Tony. Like, I understand Jackie Chan doing it. I don't know about you. Yeah. Like, anyway. <laughs> 
But it's like, okay, and action. You know, Mikey, I don't think... Who's Mikey? Who's this Mikey guy? <laughs> you, you idiot. No, my name's Tony. Oh, my God. Cut. So, he was yeah. a boxer. He was a boxer before <laughs> yeah. he started acting, so maybe a lot of punches to the head caused that. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, the only good thing about this show is Cora, who is the, um, the like, no-bullshit cop, uh, Monica Barbaro. She plays Cora Vasquez. I love her. She's actually really good in the show. I'm hoping that she gets to move on to her own thing. And the man who steals every scene, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. Oh, sweet mother. So he plays... He plays... So yeah, you guys probably know him from a few different shows. He plays a father figure sometimes. He plays a corrupt politician sometimes. Oh, I know this guy. Yeah. he was in The Wire. He's been in. He was the CEO in BoJack Horseman. He's um, in Black Klansman recently. He was on um, Survivor's the TV Remorse. Show the Mist. He was on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So guys, okay, I got it. Oh my god! In the first episode, <laughs> there's a scene where the, the like chief is talking to him, and they're talking about things that don't make sense. And he goes, <laughs> and she's just like, you know, she's like, that doesn't make sense. I wonder what else doesn't make sense. He's like. And he looks at her, he's just like, you know what else doesn't make sense? The nickel's bigger than a dime. <laughs> like, and dude, he makes jokes like that on the show every episode. Just these so such weird, random jokes that save the scenes because I'm like, oh my God. And I, because this is one of those shows, it's short, it's a quick 10 episode run. And I've just been watching it just because to burn time because like I'm playing Spider-Man. So I don't want to actually be focusing on the show this time. I thought you were going to say I'm playing Spider-Man, so I don't want to be focusing on the game. No, no, I love (laughs) Spider-Man, but I I, I don't really care for my, like, again, uh, the the true sign that I'm not a gamer when I'm playing Spider-Man, I don't want the story. I literally just want to do the fighting. I just want to get to where I get to use the webs but, and beat the crap but, out of people. But this Spider-Man is, is quite literally oh, like another movie. I know. People have been saying it's the best Spider-Man movie ever, ever made ever. in a video game. <laughs> and here I am just running around, just <laughs> just waiting to find the fight so I can punch people or chasing the pigeon until I like can get to... Like, like that's all I'm... Exactly. If I could fight people on the street in this game, if it would let me, I would. But it won't let me hit people. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, it won't. I yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. Yeah, I go up to people. Yeah, but it's, I the keep... same, it's the same as in you're Spider-Man 2. You have to find the thugs. And the th- yeah. you can fight the thugs in the street, but yeah, you can't. it's not enough. That's our tales. Yeah, it's not enough. But anyways, <laughs> so all that to say, I've been watching this show on the side. Um, you know, the, the episodes are the most predictable episodes I've ever seen. Every episode I've predicted who the bad guy was in the first scene. Every single episode so i figured if it, it out. if it holds no holds no charm for you why are you watching it again once again just, just for, for that Isaiah. guy because okay. in that first and he's just like what? and he's just like why is a nickel bigger than a dime i just it's <laughs> like i was playing spider-man <laughs> and started laughing so hard i died and i was just like damn that was a really stupid but beautiful joke and he makes jokes like that so now i watch the show literally just to see what his joke is in that episode uh, and then again, Cora Vasquez, uh, the 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 character from the uh, the 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 other character, it, she's awesome. She's a great actress. She does the New York Street kind of like wisecracking sidekick thing super well. And I, I'm hoping that she gets her own show or something because it's a type of thing where I'm like, yeah, she's talented and she should be doing something better than this crappy Aww. crappy show. Maybe she will. I mean, what's her name from? Uh, uh, Is this her no. first thing? 
First thing I've ever seen her in. Was it, what's her name from uh, uh, Brooklyn? Uh, Melissa Romero or something? Like oh that? yes, yes, yes. She, Stephanie, she d- the girl that plays um, uh, Rosa. Ro- no, not not Rosa. The oh. the that's Stephanie Beatrice. The no, that's it. Stephanie the Beatrice. one who plays. Oh damn, what's her name? Oh, uh, the, the wife, the girlfriend, yes, the fiance. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember her name, uh, but she, I know. But yes, but before before Brooklyn Nine Nine, she was on soap operas. Oh yeah, yeah, and so okay. the whole time, you know, everybody's going, "Well, she's from soap operas. She's either going to be and she play." Oh, Amy, that's she plays. Ah, uh, yes, Amy, uh, yeah. and she she's amazing. So you know, maybe maybe this person will get something really good after this. Yeah, I mean, and she's actually it's not the it's the first thing I've seen her in, but for now that I'm looking at it, she's been on Unreal. She's been on Chicago Justice, which I think got canceled, uh, and uh, she's yeah. been on um, what's the it's other? It's not movie? about the nail. Some random movie. Yeah, <laughs> she hasn't really been on much. Splitting so, yeah, up no. together that Bobby Lee and. Um, Pam from the Office series. I don't know, but yeah. So I mean, she's done. She's done some stuff. So that's cool. Uh, I mean, I, I I think she is moving her way up to star quality because when when you watch a show, she, I think she really does do a good job. As oh, a wait a second. She was on uh, Lethal Weapon. She's Nora Cooper. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, the wife. <laughs> yeah, that's the wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but then they so, get rid of. So. Didn't they get rid of that plot in the show? Because what's his name's gone now. Oh, I think we lost. Yes, her. that's true. So yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, well. The new season's coming out with a new partner. It started yesterday, actually. Oh, there you go. I didn't have so. a chance to watch it. Trust me, if I had, I would have come on and probably <laughs> lambasted the damn thing because I can't <laughs> imagine it's good. Uh, and then the second thing I want to talk about, I- I'll super quick. Kidding. I watched the pilot for Kidding. It's the new Jim Carrey series on Showtime. Mm-hmm. And good. I mean, man, Carrey is great. Carrey, Robin Williams, like, there's a list of these comedians. Who do dark so well? Well, it's because to to be funny, you have to be I dark know. also. It, it, like, and yep. honestly, when I watch the show, all I'm thinking is, how broken is Jim Carrey oh, that he's very, this good at playing? Very broken. Uh, the series is about a PBS style Mr. Rogers character, mm-hmm. and he is the host of a show for kids, and his dad is the producer. He's the star. His sister is. Um, one of the people that work with him. Mm-hmm. Sounds like death to Smoochie, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and it, it's, it, I mean, J- Jim's character is, you know, a, like sad because his, um, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. You find out in like the first few minutes that his son, pa- one of his sons passed away and he's dealing with that and he's trying to figure out how to deal with that and be Mr. Pickles because that's the character he plays um, for you know, for kids all around the world. My step does not mean he's just adjusting. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like you watch the, you're watching the show, and you can tell that Mr. Pickles is trying to process everything. And he asks the producer of the show, like, "Hey, how I want to incorporate this into the show because I want people to understand. I want kids to understand death because mm-hmm. I don't want them to just." I don't want it to just happen and they don't know how to cope with it and not know how to talk to and about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I'll let you guys watch the pilot for yourselves, but it's, it's well done. And I, I, I really liked it. Um, and I think uh, one of my favorite things is <laughs> his son, one of his son, well, the, the son that he still has is looking back at him and essentially tells him how bad of a dresser he is. And then at one point says to him, Go change your clothes. You look you look like Rosa Parks bus driver. Oh. And I just that that made me laugh so hard because I was just like oh, so bad. Uh, and but the best part is Mr. Pickles' reply was 
that is a good historical reference. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of taking it as an insult, he's proud of his son for knowing who Rosa Parks is. Yeah, that's great. So it's and that's the thing, right? Like I remember listening to a podcast where someone explained that the, the gift to comedy is you know punchline and an unexpected punchline. Yeah. So in that moment, mm. it was very much like the Rosa Parks dr- driver joke hit me, and I was laughing. And then Jim's next line of, you know, I'm proud of. That's a very good historical reference, and I just started cracking up a whole other level. <laughs> Because it was so well done. So yeah, check it out. Mr. Kidding. Rogers. I mean, Mr. Rogers wasn't afraid to talk about death. No, or either. divorce and I think or anything. He, yeah. Actually, I think there was an episode where he talked about an assassination and explained what that was. Probably. <laughs> Probably. So I mean, I, I, it's good inspiration to draw from. I actually like the idea of the show. So. I love it. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I, I mean, I think yeah, and I do agree. I think Mr. Rogers was is the inspiration, and I think what this will be, uh, will be kind of like a darker version of what this is like the dark side when i was watching it i was thinking of the the newsroom with jeff daniels oh yeah and i was like it's kind of it feels like the newsroom meets mr rogers mm. so that yeah that's that's how i would describe it to people the newsroom meets mr rogers so there you go so yeah guys that's that's all that's everything in the first part of the show we're going to be going into our geek news and rumors We got a lot. We got a lot. We got a lot. You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, it's a combination. I put quite a bit myself. That section was empty when you sent it to me. I know, but I told you we're going to add stuff. Uh, Rumors about Henry Cavill being out as Superman are unfounded. He said himself, though. I I thought that he he said it from the very first day the the rumors came out. That is, Um, But... Well, I mean, the way people explained it makes sense to me. It, you can't fire someone when there's nothing being done. Yeah, there's no like, news. Yeah, exactly. you, you're firing him from the projects that aren't being made. Like, <laughs> DC needs and to get whole, their and that together. Whole Supergirl explanation just didn't make oh, sense. Oh, that one either. made me mad. That was. I, what was this one? This one I didn't so hear. So someone posted uh, one of the big trades. I don't mm-hmm. remember which one, but one of the big trades post wrote an article saying that DC was going to be focusing on Supergirl as a teenager, and because Superman was older than his cousin was no was a baby when his cousin was a teenager henry cavill would be too old to play the role meaning they don't know the history of supergirl (laughs) at all and everyone like when i saw the article all the comments underneath were likewise like-minded geeks who are just like you are wrong this article is factually (laughs) incorrect she appears younger than him because she was frozen for longer it's like anyway yeah anyway so it was pretty Stupid. weak, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean, Cavill, he's going on to The Witcher though. Netflix excited, uh-huh. cool. so excited, cool. <laughs> so amazingly excited. They're right. ruining this project. So Michelle, tell you're, us how you're you... gonna be. You're gonna be so like disappointed at your disappointment <laughs> if it's so if it's so good. I want. I I honestly want it to be good. I really do. When they fir- <laughs> when they first announced it, I was so as a huge Witcher fan, I was exceedingly excited. And, and then you saw who was cast, and then you. It's it's not only that. For, the first thing that happened was they showed the piece of the script and the interaction between Geralt and Yennefer. And as some as an author and as a fan of The Witcher and as somebody who's read the the original books, I looked at it and I went, "Okay, okay." <laughs> the, these people have never read the books. They never played the game. I, you know, I actually don't know if they have. I'll mm-hmm. be completely honest yeah. and I'll say I have no idea. But from the the script, the piece that they actually put out, yeah. It seems like they don't know. And then Whoa. when they had their, their 
casting decisions for certain things, I went, yeah, you know what? I don't think they know. But was Cavill one of the rumored actors? No. Or, no, eh? Okay, because no. that's what I thought. I didn't so, hear his name at all. So there was, the, the rumor started that, what's his name? Uh, Nikolai Costa was going to be, yeah. uh, was cast. From Game of Thrones. Yes, was, uh, and uh, Ava Green was going to be Yennefer. And and somebody said, Ooh, nice. yeah, I know, I know, right? And it would have been perfect. And somebody said at Comic-Con that he he confirmed that he was going to be, or he was in the running, or that he was okay. going to do it, and every and they, that they were the ones who were cast, and everybody was really excited. But then uh, the uh, I think the writers said that no, they're going to be focusing on uh, uh, Geralt's younger, more younger days, and mm. uh, so we're going to be going more with book material, and they're leaving the games alone. And I thought, okay, fine. But then, uh, but then uh, Henry Cavill was cast, and even though he is a huge fan, yeah, he's. To you. Like Geralt's supposed to be in his 80s because, and again, he's magically altered because of the ritual that he went through. But he's quite young, and, and so of course the the joke the jokes then were were going to be, oh no, don't worry, his Superman was so bad, he he plays deadpan <laughs> roles perfectly. And I thought, no, no, Damn. no, I even I even I didn't go there. Yeah. And uh, but then somebody said, what are they going to do? CG on the beard? <laughs> probably. I went, oh no. But they'd probably do a better job of CGI than with the makeup they're gonna probably try and put oh on that face God, to, make on look, to make him look eighty, or I mean, even if he's like a young eighty, like yeah. a fit, muscular eighty, it's still gonna look kind of ridiculous. I, I, to be honest, my my problem is not his acting abilities. He is a good actor. I have hmm. seen him do good parts. I have. Okay. the The issue is his age and yeah. the makeup that they are gonna put on him is gonna make him look artificial. However, yeah. they again that be- between that and the script. That the, they've shown. And then there was the whole debacle about Siri, who is Geralt and Yennefer's daughter, adopted daughter, but Geralt and Yennefer's daughter. There was uh, there was a casting call put out that they were specifically looking for, uh, uh, claimed that they were specifically working for looking for a person of color for her. Okay. And of course, yeah. this, is, this is a Slavic fantasy. We can't do this. You know, and this, she's supposed to be their daughter. What are you doing? Siri, Siri also looks, adopted. So uh, I mean, they, they could they really could have done anything with it. But. The only problem is it really see again. It seems like they don't know the series at all. Yeah, and they just uh, that's and, usually the case. We 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 talk about this countless times. Yeah, of course, with, like, of course. Graphic novel, TV, or movie adaptations. Yeah. They just throw everything out the window and go, "Hey." <laughs> let's my see my problem this. is they treated <laughs> they treated equality like a checkbox. Uh, where th- that's my problem is if, look there are there are plenty of opportunities where you could put person of color anywhere and like oh, well, uh, but, i'm going to talk about that now with uh oh yeah with birds the, of prey birds of prey because that's, that's the exact same thing it. they're doing birds of prey casts a black actress to play black canary they put if you guys remember if you're an 80s kid and you remember michelle's cute little black friend uh her name's jumi smollett there was like seven of the smollett family they mm-hmm. were like the other weigh-ins um <laughs> In the black community, at least. Uh, the uh, other way, and I like that. Uh, so, Jumi's, or yeah, J- it's Journey Smollett. Journey, Journey. Journey. Sorry, I knew I was, I, I was, because every time I see it, it always looks like J U M E E, but it's actually the J U R N E. So, Journey, um, Journey Smollett Bell, because she's married now, has been cast to play Black Canary. And I remember when they first say said that they were looking for a black actress to play Black Canary. One of the trades once again said they're trying to make the character more in line with the name. And I was just like, that doesn't make sense. Black Canary is Black Canary because the mother, Dinah Drake, wore a black outfit. And the canary was her canary yellow blonde wig that she wore to protect her identity because exactly. she was actually a brunette. 
Um, so Black sure. Canary has nothing to do with her her skin tone. And I actually posted in one of my geek groups. Um, so are we going to start calling her African-American Canary now? And everyone <laughs> lost it because they're all laughing. They're just like, yeah, this is ridiculous. We don't. And I, and I said this and I'm going to go into it really quick. I'm going to go into my rant. Oh, Guys, okay, here it goes. There are three black members, former members of Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. Vixen, Bumblebee, and Thunder. You do not need to cast a black woman to play a white character to diversify your crew. There are black characters you can use, and we've been saying this at nauseum. You do not need to race bend a character for diversity's sake when you have black characters whose stories you can tell. Vixen exists. There's no reason not to use Vixen. She has the power amulet that lets her do... She could be a bird 24-7. She could just be... Hawk! Hawk! Like, I don't know what else you guys need. It's called Birds of Prey, yet none of the people in your crew are going to be birds except for Black Canary, who you've made a black woman who's not black in the comic book. Why? And out of all the characters to choose to do it with, why that one? Exactly. Even if you are going to do it, because now we're talking about the reason that the character is already called Black Canary. Which was never part of the character. You never had to discuss Black Canary race because she was just black. And, you know, and it, it got me like doubly pissed off when I realized that, you know, and we've had this discussion too Black Goliath, Black Lightning. Now it's going to be Black Canary. These characters didn't need the prefix black before the hero. You could have just had Goliath, Lightning, and Canary. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't call her Asian Jubilee. Exactly. So it's super annoying. Chinese firecracker, whatever you want to call it. It's because it's not Dazzler and Chinese firecracker. It's Dazzler and Jubilee. So yeah, so, so to to the people over there at DC uh, and like Kathy Yan is uh, Asian East Asian uh, or Asian American descent. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but she's East Asian. And for her to go in as the Asian director and who I don't know who's doing the casting, but for them to start race bending characters and stuff like that, it just gets a little weird for me because I'm just like it, everything in this movie looks like a, div- a diversity hire. It doesn't look like they're doing these things organically. It looks like they're doing this just to be like, look Check at box. us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm tired of that. And I there, really There's so many people. Same thing with The Witcher. So many people who are saying there are other parts yeah. that you could cast. But Siri is supposed to be, she has to be so and so's daughter, and she has to be, uh, she has to be from a certain place. She yeah. has to be the Nilfgaardian princess. Pick, pick the the actually racially diverse characters, yeah. or pick somebody like Dandelion, where you don't know his, his really his background, and do that. That's yeah. great. But so uh, to everyone in Hollywood who is essentially just being lazy with uh, trying to figure out diversity, you're all idiots. Um, <laughs> We, I, I don't respect what you're doing. And I'm saying this. No, but I'm saying this to the people who are stupid. You know who you are. <laughs> like, if you listen or, to or this. Do they, do they no, know? That's the know, thing. That's they know. They know when they're sitting there doing these, like, casting ideas. They know they don't need to make Black Canary Black. They know we don't need to, to diversify by changing characters. Because there are other people in those rooms. Because Lord knows 
You can't tell me they sat down and said, we want to make a Birds of Prey movie, and they didn't go through the list of all the potential characters. Because if you didn't, you're bigger idiots that I think you are, and you don't deserve to be in that boardroom, because someone like me should be in that boardroom, and I don't even yeah. want to be at Warner Brothers, because you're <laughs> still a bunch of idiots. Yep. That's what we've been saying. WB, man. They they need, yeah. So yeah. once again, to all of the people there doing what they're doing, please, please, for the love of all the gods in all the fictional worlds you create, <laughs> sit down and talk to someone that knows what's going on. And if you have questions about diversity, come to us, the actual people of diversity, and ask us the question, do you guys want a black, black canary? Because we'll tell you no. Give us a fucking vixen movie and we'll be damn happy. <laughs> For real. And rent. And rent. And see. Thank you. <laughs> breathe, breathe, Brian. Breathe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But yeah, in, uh, and then there's other news coming out of that movie, uh, kind of related. Um, and <laughs> I like the title that Michelle put on this one. Can we talk about how crap the new Joker and Harley Quinn movie? Is oh my to be? god! Because look, they had they showed they showed what is it the the Birds of Prey, right? Yeah. And then they and then they showed the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix that is really growing on me. It looks I great. Know. Yeah, the pictures have been really good. And then they came out. <laughs> yeah. And then they came out with the Joker and Harley movie, and I went, "What the? F- this is awful. What the hell?" So stupid. So uh, who wants to tell the people what the premise is from the beginning? You, Toby, you go for it. Well, a why are you making two Joker movies? Yeah. Um, with two different Jokers. The, Agreed. And the Jared Leto Joker didn't really hit with the public like Everybody that. Everybody hated it. Please stop one. doing yeah. it. Yeah. So why are you making a Joker and Harley Quinn movie with him? Why not just wait for this Joaquin Phoenix one to be through? Yeah. And then maybe bring Harley into that or something. True. Like, this is so stupid. And then the plot for this, and it's written by the guys who wrote Bad Santa, apparently. Yes. Yes, I saw One that. of the pl- main plots for this is that Harley... <sighs> Kidnaps Doctor Phil, played by Doctor, played Phil. by Doctor Phil, <laughs> because her and Joker are having bang a my head against the microphone. I'm assuming she's gonna take him, bring him to their lair, and then the whole movie is gonna be him, you know, scared, and then like trying to talk out the relationship problems, and then we're gonna get flashbacks to things they've done Ugh. together. But it still doesn't sound very why. <laughs> like I just, who like, is this movie for and why wanna, dr phil i just want to remind people dr phil's doctorate like doctor is in podiatry yep it's not he's not a just like do as a dr oz is it is a was a chiropractor which is all not it's all that, i just find it weird that they just they yes you don't get me wrong you earn the title doctor but not in that specific <laughs> field of doctor. Like, why it's like, are you? It's, getting... like, it's like somebody saying, "Hey, Michelle, do you have a doctor? Are you a doctor?" Well, technically, no. But I have, you know, if, if I went for this, I could have a, a doctorate in English. Yeah. Cool. Can you cure my knee problem? No. Exactly. No. Like, I would love to get a doctorate in like media studies, but I'm not going to start pretending like I can fix your broken marriage <laughs> or your crazy wild kids who need. Harley's a doctor. Harley is a psychiatrist. That's the thing that pisses me off. Right there. Harley is the actual psychiatrist in this three. Joker, Harley, Dr. Phil. Which one has an actual doctorate in relationships and social? Like, it's Harley, the crazy one. Why are we getting Dr. Phil? Oh my god, this sounds so bad. One of the greatest oh, parts of the original, I mean, in the animated series, when they when they created their their relationship, was that 
Harley was so smart and the Joker made her dumb because she ended up she ended up latching on to him. And then that dynamic of him constantly undermining her and yes, emotionally abusing her, but undermining her was the best part of their whole relationship. And that's why it feels so good when she finally overcomes that relationship with with her pudding and then leaves but she doesn't cure herself no, she decides no. to stay loopy which is, <laughs> which is really interesting so it, probably, it was probably freeing yeah because i mean if you're a doctor if you're a psychiatrist in a in a nut house yeah, yeah. yeah. just going on that cray cray ride <laughs> sounds amazing afterwards <laughs> yeah so anyway this just Sorry. sounds dumb dumb as hell yeah and i hope it never sees the light of day <laughs> um but knowing dc it probably will so so bad here's to warner brothers <laughs> yo warner brothers is literally just throwing pasta against the wall remember i said that <laughs> they're throwing pasta against the wall and seeing if it sticks and then they're realizing oh it's not pasta that's tofu like no that's wonder. they're like because they're just whipping and they're just like we don't know what we're doing and and it's <laughs> Um, but Marvel, who does seem like they know what they're doing on the other side, is working on an Eternals movie, and they tapped Chloe Zhao to direct the film, which uh, a lot of people, because she did The Writer. Is that the movie mm-hmm. she did? Yeah, yeah, so people are pretty excited about the... And funny enough, Toby, we talked about this, about the Eternals. I said the Eternals yeah. deserve more shine and a possible movie on our other podcast, uh, That's Canon. And then, woe and behold, did. they announced that they're making an Eternals movie. Now I gotta catch up on my Eternals reading. Um, yo, dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> the John, the Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr. run is actually very interesting for the Eternals. Um, and that's... and I and I don't know, I I don't I doubt that's the one they're gonna use. Actually, if you're gonna pick a story, Neil Gaiman is a good writer. So if you want to base it yes. on someone who makes quality. Gaiman's probably one of the best choices. Quality comics. Yeah, he does. He does. He makes. Oh God, I wish Sandman was that Jordan Go- Joseph Gordon Levitt's Sandman idea. I miss that. Anyways, <laughs> um, I hate when good projects just die. But yeah, I mean, I I think it's cool, and I haven't seen the writer, but it had a very positive reaction from people. So we'll see. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, Kingsman. By the way, sorry, I forgot to mention that Birds of Prey is expected for February 2020, which is super far off, too. I thought that was pretty long. Like a good year and five months? Four, four, four months? Five months? Yeah, it depends on what's post We are not going to care for it. True, yeah. <laughs> no, so. we're, no, no. God, it's going to do so poorly. Yep. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's going to do well on its opening weekend, but then it's going to drop off because I, I can't see them making a good movie. All those Wait. shows on the DC streaming service are just going to be doo-doo. Also. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah, I love how you don't even bother it's, saying shit. Just yeah, doo doo. Yeah. It's like yeah, fourth grade DC. crap. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit what DC stands for now. Doo doo oh. crap. And yet their animated stuff is great. Like the whole uh, Justice Yo, League, the Dark was amazing. You are preaching to acquire the converted. So we have that conversation all the time. I when know. Jaws D makes the argument for DCAU being the template for DCEU. Yes, like, I yeah. agree. Just use Why? the animated oh, university oh. universe and bring the people over, and you know. I wait. I heard that, do- that there was also some Green Lantern uh, news kicking around, but they're not doing uh, Black Green Lantern. No, I mean, Greenland, all of this is on hold now because their whole DCEU fell apart. Stop doing Hal uh, Jordan. He's fucking boring. Well, let's just move on from DC. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, never going to end. It's depressing, everybody. (laughs) Kingsman 3 set for November 2019. Yay. Yeah. Second one was mediocre. Yeah. Unfortunately, they kind of went way too flashy and went moved away from their original, like, charm of the movie in the second one. Yeah, first one. So hopefully they get back to that on this third one because 
uh, it's gonna be dead after that if not yeah so are they Agreed. resurrecting uh samuel L. jackson what's happening i don't know i mean because <laughs> i don't i don't think the comic goes past the first one. Oh, oh i've read the first i i, I read king's um the secret service which is what it's based on uh-huh. and the first one ends with that story with the, the samuel L. jackson type villain okay so uh what else we got comcast bid for sky and oh yeah so comcast so you guys heard me talk about this this whole comcast disney Mm -hmm. fox trifecta of silliness that was going on and uh sony sony's also been buying a few companies oh well i mean they're everyone's always trying to buy i mean at&t and warner and that huge deal is insane when you look back at it but comcast was trying to get the sky shares because they wanted to kind of undercut the value of the fox deal for disney um, mm-hmm. Funny enough, they did. They won. They won the sky bid for like thirty nine billion. Some, Jesus, some insane number. Nobody needs that much money. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I like what they did. They pushed Disney's bid for Fox so high that when Fox got bought out, Disney, who was now backing the Fox bid, probably couldn't turn around and and spend another forty billion. Jesus, yeah. Because if you spend what they spent seventy one billion on Fox, and then if you turn around and spend another thirty nine billion, you're legit at a hundred. Like you can't spend that much money to own like a foothold in Europe and Fox. Like that's insane. They can. Yeah. They this this is all. This is definitely a money dump for sure, and it's yeah. gonna help Disney reduce their debt. Like that, they're probably gonna incur with taking over some Fox. Uh, yeah. Properties anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, true. Because Comcast ended up buying out the Fox shares for fifteen billion. Yeah. So exactly. in total, they they won Sky and now have the foothold in Europe, which you know, licensing wise, is probably smart because they're Disney's probably still gonna have to go through them for some of the licensing to get into Europe. And they just canceled all the rest of the the Star Wars movie too. Yeah, they did the the TBS thing. Yeah, yeah they they Well, Star Star Wars, I mean Star Wars. <laughs> Disney I also heard they stopped um fireworks at some of their parks. <laughs> you know the fireworks show they have oh, every really? night. Like at the Epcot Center ones, apparently in Florida. Like so, they're trying to probably do cutbacks here <laughs> in different places. They're gonna take. Yeah, I, I always wonder how much it costs to have those firework displays every day. Do you know, you know? how much money Disney World makes though? I mean, oh, I know, but Disney World, sure. Disneyland, hey, Disney Paris, Disney way, Tokyo. It's a good way to cut some costs, though. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna do. Remember that airline that cut one olive off of every <laughs> salad and saved like two million dollars or something? That's hey, what you do, you man. Know. That's what yeah. you do. So. <laughs> You know, one less day of fireworks was a year. <laughs> it's like saving them a couple thousand dollars. Um, just, but, just run the electric parade again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. But you know, we'll see. Uh, you wrote new Netflix Witcher series woes. Was that the yeah, main stuff? Yeah, we yeah. That's okay. what we were talking I was just about. wondering if there's uh, Rainbow Six. Oh, sorry. Tobes? Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead. No. Go ahead. R- Rainbow Six movie cast Michael B. Jordan. Yep. I didn't hear about that, but that's yeah, so awesome. So R- Rainbow Six Siege is doing really well, much better than they ever expected to. I think the game's almost two years old now. Okay. So um, they, they're they doing a movie. I mean, it's a Tom Clancy series, but oh, uh, yeah, true. But they cast uh, Michael B. Jordan as, uh, I think, is the main uh, main character. Oh, cool. That's yeah. super interesting. I mean, I watched... I, we talked, I talked about Jack Ryan recently, and I really like that, so... Uh, oh, I'm, did you? Oh, okay. You didn't like the Amazon? <laughs> no? Okay. Well, not, everyone. not everyone. It's just not for me, that's all. That's fair. And then uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Monster Movies cast. Oh, Ron- yeah, no, Monster Hunter. Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter, sorry. Yeah, the Monster Movies have been canceled. Yeah, true. No, the Monster, Monster Hunter uh, just cast uh, T.I. and Ron Perlman. Honestly, I don't understand how that's going to work 
because considering the type of game that Monster Hunter is, I really hope they're not just going to make this a random Monster Hunter, whatever, or rather just make a random movie with big monsters and then call it Monster Hunter when it is nothing. They to probably do with will. It. Yeah, that's, uh, I was going to say. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what they're going to do because it's going to be the, <laughs> the quick, dirty, and easy way to make a movie that, you know, isn't going to. Because wasn't that what they did with Need for Speed? Need for Speed, the oh, movie. Oh, God. They're just like, oh, let's just put some fast cars and people driving them around. Yep. I, I was hoping I would never hear about that again. Thank you for ruining my dreams, Brian. You're welcome. <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> we crush hopes. And then, uh, and then, Hellboy oh, yes. reboot has yeah. been delayed. Yeah, I heard that this morning that the reboot's been delayed for until 2019. Three, three, three months. Yeah. It was supposed to come out in January, actually. So it's okay. coming out in April now. Did they which is fine. I mean, okay. it's probably just some cutting room stuff, maybe a couple reshoots there and there, which is kind of normal nowadays, really. Um, I haven't heard anything bad about the shoot, anything bad about the script, you know, so I don't know. I really don't know what to think about this. Really. Yeah, I just always find it weird when people start like pushing things because we, you know, we know why they push back Dark Phoenix because we heard through oh, that connections. looks horrible. Yeah, but we heard through connections that they pushed it back because the original screening was panned. Yeah, people by everyone. It. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they went for reshoots. So oh, that's a, that's and speaking another of which, franchise, that's just... random leak that came out yesterday. Yes. And, and and now the trailer is going to come out today apparently. So we'll see we'll see how we'll that see how pans bad out. it is. Okay. Yeah, cuz it's going to come out on Corden's uh, late late night with James Corden and it's uh and it yeah, the Ugh. leak was like the a Russian leak with like no audio in half the sections. <laughs> and yeah. Toby Toby yesterday was just like, well the trailer is just going to come out anyways and we're like, "Really?" And then he was right. Like yep. with, in 24 hours <laughs> they announced it, of course. They probably leaked it themselves to draw some kind of attention to this terrible movie. Oh god. I hope yeah. I oh, I'm so I'm bad. hoping the trailer's good though. Because I I know the movie's gonna you, be bad. You have you have <laughs> so, very unfounded hopes. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, just lo- looking at the poster where they're making her into this bad girl with a leather jacket and everything. I'm yeah. like, oh God, they don't understand. Why? Why didn't they go with the original story? <laughs> there's a there's Welcome a funeral the from what I could see from what I can see in the leak. There's a funeral scene, and I'm thinking maybe Mystique dies. Oh, you thank know? God. I'd be okay. <laughs> I'd be happy, <laughs> I'd be right. happy if that happened. Did you see the oh, meme I posted man. where it's uh, where it's Rogue behind uh, Captain oh, Marvel yeah. and Rogue's going, I hear you got a movie coming, bitch. And yeah. she has her hands on her neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her powers. That's true. I can't wait for that. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, oh, so we're going to be going in the game news. Toby, you said you had to head out early today. so I got a dip, folks. So shout outs. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? No, nowhere. That's- I am off the web. Are you not on Gram anymore? No, I am. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> At that fit, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <On Instagram. laughs> Give him a follow, folks. Right, okay, peace, dude. Right, right, He's off the web, but on the show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. So tell secrets. <laughs> you, you need a smoke peace, bomb. <laughs> We're going to be going into game news. We got uh, some game news. The new uh, Witcher game. Yeah, so there is. Uh, so Gwent is finally coming out of beta after what, like two years? Oh shit! And uh, they announced uh, CD Projekt announced they announced this a while ago, but nobody's really talking about it. They announced uh, that it's going to have uh, a single player option, but it's actually going to be a separate game. Oh, and uh, I think it's called Thronebreaker. Okay, and uh, unfortunately, nobody seems to be really excited. They're like, "Oh my god, yay!" And it looks great. And it looks really interesting. Uh, it's part of the, I guess, the tales of uh, series that they're going with, and uh, the story, the story campaign teaser is very lovely, and it looks very cool, and nobody's excited because it's going to be card battles. 
card what's card bags? so they're good they're, it seems like they're using the gwent system to oh. actually make some sort of battle system it's not going to be it's not going to be a third person uh, action uh game i think as many people were hoping so so can i go in use cheat codes and slash throats no then I don't want to play. It. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one, DQ Eleven. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven just came out. Um, it it really is the spiritual sequel to Eight because Eight was the last one that was extremely popular. Eight was the last one that was on uh, uh, PlayStation. Okay. And then uh, Nine was on the Wii, if I'm not mistaken. And then Ten was online, I think, in Japan only. And Eleven is the first one that's back on PlayStation. Fully voiced in English, and uh, they always have great voice acting for for the Dragon Quest series. And it took them about a year and a half to localize this. But they, but uh, uh, Level Five has said that because it took so long and it was so expensive to localize this, if they don't make enough sales, this will be the last Dragon Quest that will come here. Oh, and I was really upset about that because Eleven, if you liked Eight, Eleven is absolutely amazing. Okay, and it fixes. I mean. Eight is one of my favorite games of all time. I even have a tattoo of it. I loved it so much. Oh damn! Yeah, okay. because the the mouse character that was in the hero's pocket is actually his grandfather. And while I was playing it, my grandfather's both of them passed away. Oh. So I got the the character Munchie as uh, a tattoo on my back for my grandparents. That's pretty cute. See, I knew you'd love it. So uh, Dragon Quest Eleven needs to sell, and it's doing okay. But it's not doing as well as they'd hoped. It wasn't marketed very much. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, what are the big things to make a game pop these days? Because there has to be a secret. Like, The bi- the biggest issue is that it, it came out the same week that like 10 other games came out. Uh, so even though it was really the only classic JRPG that came out uh, at that time, you know, two, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, it came out at the same the same days like Spider-Man and then Divinity came out and then there, there were so many games that came out at the exact same time. I think Kiwami 2 came out like a couple of days before that. There were so many games just smashed because nobody wants to touch October because of Red Dead Redemption. So they have... Oh, a, is that the fear? Yeah, so there's a million uh, okay. games coming out. There was a million games coming out in September yeah. and then the same thing in November. So there were so many games in like a span of two weeks, like 10 games came out. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Speaking of Red Dead Redemption, okay, we'll Brian's jump to it face. Now. Red Dead Redemption Two requires a hundred and five gigabytes of space. Get that terabyte on. PlayStation gets content thirty days early. Yep. Why would you need a hundred and five gigs of hard drive that's space? How, that's how big this game is. Honestly, World of War. I've been playing World of Warcraft ever since vanilla, and even World of Warcraft is not that big. So I don't know. What so I, I was know. listening. Well, I I went when I saw when I saw this headline though. I actually screamed out, "Holy jeez, Jiminy Christ!" Yeah, because so I actually I I was listening to either a podcast or something where someone was explaining about what they're doing with Red Dead and how detailed it's going to be yeah. and like the hair and how the horses will react differently based on their testicles shrink if it's cold. Yeah, like all the crazy things and details they're putting in and everyone was just like, "Okay, like we're really going all out with this game. Yeah. Like it's going to be an all-encompassing world." Like and it, it what's took sca- them 5 or 6 years to make this game. The I thing think? that scares me is we just saw Westworld and all I'm thinking is, is this just a Westworld? <laughs> 
Like, it's just, it, are we playing a Westworld? Is this what's happening? Actually, there was a game that Capcom came out where they were going to, they were talking about it in 2013 and again in 2015. It was a brand new engine and it was a game that uh, called uh, Deep Dive. That was a project name. And it was supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be a sort of Westworld-esque uh, dungeon crawler. And and it never it never showed up. So this is probably the be- next best thing we yeah, have. Yeah, but this legit, legit like legit scares me. A hundred and five gigabytes of space. Yeah. So if you didn't get that terabyte, oh man. Because when when the singularity happens <laughs> and a hundred and five gigs has already been stored of the singularity's mind frame, <laughs> and all the spirits of the dead people are per- stored in the game somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're repeating the same day, and they start to figure out what's going on, and my PlayStation Four hacks into my network and starts taking my credit card and buying robotic parts and secretly building a robot for itself <laughs> to come and kill me in my sleep and take over my life then i'm gonna be scared that's that's my that's what i think is going to happen i, I like how you went from 105 gigs to singularity and death because that's what i expect guys that's my fear okay god yeah. damn yeah i saw that and i went holy jeez oh my god so, so crazy yeah i i don't i don't i'm gonna have to delete games so i i don't have i don't have that much left but i i don't have i have the ps4 like regular not the the gold does what's what's it called the one with the terabyte in it pro i don't have the pro so what do i do get some more space son how <laughs> like can i do i can i plug a drive like yeah oh can. okay yeah, okay can I plug any hard drive or has to be a specific that hard drive? I actually don't know. Okay. I do not. If know. anyone knows out there, uh, I, I know, some- I know you can, uh, I know you can actually, uh, insert it into your drive, but again, it's if you have space, but I, I don't know because I don't have, I don't have that. So. God damn. Okay. So, uh, on to less scary news. I don't know. I don't even know where to- monster hunter. Because we were talking about it before. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter Stories, which came out last year on the DS, which was amazing, is now available for... It came out yesterday on the sly. It okay. came out for Android and iOS. And it's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks for like an 80... Hello. 20 for an 80-hour RPG. And it's so good. If you like turn-based RPGs and if you like pet collecting games like Pokemon, just just buy it. Don't even ask. Just buy it. And it, buy runs, it. it runs beautifully on Android. Gorgeous. Buy it. Buy, it. buy the game buy now. Buy the game. <laughs> monster hunter stories yes monster hunter stories i'm buying it right now i'm stopping the podcast no i'm joking i'm not gonna stop the podcast but you know free promotion shout out to monster hunters be a sponsor uh, no it's really good it, uh, and i have to say it's it started off the a whole new era of monster hunter style games so if, okay. you, if you don't like the current style of monster hunter gaming where you have all the different weapons and things like that, if you like more jrpg style yeah. more slow style more explorative style this is for you question answer is this the same monster hunter that ron perlman and ti are starring it's the same same franchise but not the looks, same <laughs> the picture i wish you guys could see the picture put, the well pic- that, that's first of all that that's that's the hero and that's navidu navidu is your navigation cat who goes around with you but but in monster I hunter there are cats to see ti <laughs> riding a dragon with a kitty cat on his shoulder <laughs> I but they might would, have to because the ca- the palicos or the calico cats the palicos are with you in the game. That's what they do. Better yet, they cook for you too. Ron Perlman <laughs> as the dragon, <laughs> Ti as the cat. No, Ron Perlman looks like a cat. He looks like a Maine Coon cat. So That's he, true. He okay, so he's cat. a cat. Yeah. But Ti doesn't make a good dragon. Well, maybe he could be the hero and somebody else could be the yeah, dragon. Yeah, so someone else would be the dragon. No. So we'll figure that out. We'll, <laughs> we'll recast this whole thing and redo this. That's Hollywood, true. it's Brian. We're recasting Monster Hunter, but we're keeping the actors. We're just recasting some But of no the black dragons because they're going to make them black. Oh, yeah? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. You, well, you've well, they've made them last time. rant on Black Canary. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood. <laughs> you make me so mad. Okay, uh, what else do we have up here? Telltale Games is shutting down, which is really sad. Uh, they didn't. Uh, th- it it shuttered quite quickly, and no- and nobody really knows why. Apparently, they had financing problems, but they were getting all these projects, and they were in the middle of doing the Stranger Things game, which actually somebody leaked. And oh. well, I mean, it's Good not gonna bad. get it's not gonna get finished, so might as well. Uh, and sure. I was really excited for The Wolf Among Us too. So I, they're the ones that make those really odd games where I don't just actually get to punch things again. Because <laughs> every time. <laughs> They, they make narrative focus games, story focus games. That's, or guys, visual novels, whatever you want to call them. I want to press buttons and punch people in yeah. faces. And in this game, because I did the Back to the Future one, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's like me so, well, walking that, that around. That one was more of a point and click adventure. Oh, God. Okay, so then I played the Batman one. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it. That one I didn't play. If you're playing as Batman, <laughs> you should not be... Your aspect is so <laughs> because, disheartened, right? Because now. Batman is actually like, don't get me wrong. I know he's Batman's more action-oriented so, character. No, but he's also the world's greatest detective. So there is a, a world where that game, really, because acor- according to the Arkham games, he's not a, the world's greatest detective because he apparently can't find anything without his little uh, heads-up display. Oh yeah, true. Oh my god! Well, don't, know, don't get me started on this. We'll games. talk about Bruce Wayne another time. <laughs> We'll talk about DC Comics another time. How the whole the source wall's been broken open. They're de- anyways. I don't know what DC's doing in the comic universe anymore. I I was reading some stuff the other day and I was just like, what the is going on? Anyways, but yeah, going back to this, I'm sad to hear that they're closing down. Yeah. Um, they're, this they're, wasn't they're left- for me, but I I do know a lot of people who genuinely like the stuff that. Yeah, they and their Walking Dead games were great. Uh, I uh, like I said, Wolf Among Us was probably. Uh, one of the best games they ever made, and it was a fantastic game. Mm. And everybody was looking forward to season two, and they pushed it off apparently to finish Walking Dead, and then now nothing's getting finished. God dang yep. it! I know it's very sad. Uh, Sony is finally allowing allowing crossplay. Uh, you know, hey. okay, and and there eh, and there's a second update to this. So the first update is right now it's just for Fortnite. And as we talked about before, Sony doesn't need to do this. Yeah, you were saying they don't need to do this. They're doing this because enough people said please, 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 and they yeah. said mm, okay, fine. So they're doing it for Fortnite, and then everybody went, "Oh yay! That means we get to play crossplay for Fallout 76." And then Bethesda went, "Actually, yeah. <laughs> no." I don't. So once again, I don't. I don't know. I why. still stay stuck on the idea that PS. Well, you know what it is. Sony understands exclusivity rights. Yeah, that's what they understand. They under- understand exclusive content. Yeah, uh, exclusive online They've stuff. They've been smart. They get, yeah, and and it shows because they're at the top, literally at the top of the game right now. So, but when it comes, but and then, like I was saying before, I, just, I think I, I think they're only doing this. They don't have to do this. Yeah. They're doing this to nail the ha- the the la- last nail in the coffin for this generation for Microsoft. Yeah, because Xbox is not doing well, and they have they have very <laughs> What's little <an> Xbox. <laughs> they have very little exclusive content right now, and unfortunately, so um, they they did this. Like I said before, they they did this to. Uh, to go, oh, the only thing you have left is crossplay with PC. Yeah, not, not anymore. More. Yeah, so we took it from you. But then you, but then, like I say, you have Bethesda going. Uh, well, we didn't plan for crossplay, so yeah, not for our game. I mean, because Disney would ha- uh, not Disney. <laughs> I mean, Disney's probably gonna <laughs> Disney's probably gonna own one of them one day. Oh but- boy. 
I, I mean, once Disney figures out that the, the gaming industry is the only other industry where they can make tons of money, I for sure see them trying to. They did. They had they had Buena Vista games where back when Kingdom Hearts One came out yeah, a long time ago. They want they want to own the console game. They want that console game too. I mean, the console is not even the most important part, though. They used to make good games, like the original Lion King game was yeah. great. Toy Story on PlayStation One yeah. was really good. They used to make good games, yeah. and then they decided to get rid of their games division. But that's the thing, right? In gaming, the important part's not the console; it's the selling of the games, right? Yes. They actually lose money a lot of times on the consoles. I was reading, like, yeah, when they first come out, sometimes to get people to buy the consoles, yeah. they drop the price so that everyone gets in their house. But then you need games to play on it because it's really boring to have. Yeah, that, that was one of the biggest weight. problems with <laughs> with the like PlayStation Three when it first came out. Yeah, everybody was joking about the price because there was that whole the infamous yeah, e- seven. Yeah, the infamous the infamous E three. Uh, uh, the, wor- the like the worst presentation ever, where so Sony had like Genji and like this historically accurate giant enemy crabs and everything like that, and then the price was something like seven hundred. Yeah, bucks. I remember. They and they learned that they can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So this time, because I time paid two fifty for my PS4 on Boxing Day. Yeah, I think I think we did the same thing. Yeah. So, but since then I bought twelve games at about fifty dollars each. As the technology increase, as the technology increases, the price of the games are going to increase because it it it's yeah. so much more expensive to produce games. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you know you'll see you go on Steam and there are a bunch of indie games that are twenty bucks because they have very low overhead. Mm. You know, the game is two D or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. So like like uh, the new Pathfinder game came out today. I saw no news about it anywhere, and yet because it's a it's an isometric uh, isometric game, mm-hmm. it was relatively cheap to produce and it was done by a very small company okay so uh, you know the the problem is that's why there's there's kind of a renaissance now with indie games and pc gaming because people who can't afford 90 dollars 80 dollars a game yeah they're just gonna go on steam wait for the steam sale and buy like 50 games for (laughs) for 100 bucks like i do (laughs) that's i mean it makes sense uh so continue with Sony Spider-Man Insomnia Spider-Man paves the way for Marvel's gaming universe yes so there it's possible that they're that because Spider-Man is doing so well, it's possible that they're going to make a new gaming universe. I mean, we had that back in the days of Spider-Man 2. There was the Hulk game, which was really good. Mm. The Incredible Hulk game. Uh, and then they had a bunch of other Marvel games as well. So okay. they, they were good. And then they kind of dropped off and then didn't do anything about it. I, I would like them to focus on street level if they're going to do that. Well, because this game is good because of the street level stuff. Like all Spider-Man... Uh, no, no. The swinging is the best part of Of course, of, of course. But I mean... It's Spider-Man fighting street-level, like, logically... Oh, I see what you're ex- saying. Okay. ...like, created villains, as opposed to, like, you know, someone who flies or someone who has, you know, sentry-level powers and stuff like that. Like, that's not as interesting to It me. also might have been a technical problem. It just might have been a little bit difficult to have to mm. have him fight somebody who, who does fly. Yeah, so that's why, for me, I would rather just have, like, you know, if you're going to do Spider-Man, you know, give us more of the, like... MCU Netflix type heroes like an Iron Fist, a Daredevil, Big a Jessica wheel. Jones. <laughs> but that's what I, I would rather have those characters and their games than you know a Captain America or an Iron Man again because I don't. I mean, well now they can do that. I mean, if if they are are actually going to expand the game universe mm. and make let's say like a Spider Man Two game, yeah, or uh, another another Incredible Hulk, which I mean that game was really good. But if they do that and they actually make their own. Uh, I guess uh, was it uh, Mar- Marvel Gaming Universe? Yeah. Then they could they could put in anybody. It doesn't matter anymore. They're not limited by what cinema yeah. can tell. They can. It's all it's all it's all CG. It's all 3D. So they can they can do whatever we could they get want. To the Charles Xavier put, School of uh, for the gifted. Why not? 
That'd be pretty dope. Why not? Okay. Or they could put Big Wheel in. <laughs> Big Wheel? Like the worst villain ever. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, so we, because we, we have to wrap it up, All but right, so we uh, have uh, one the, more thing. The, Castlevania? The, yes, yes. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, and, and uh, which is the best Castlevania. There's no, there is no two ways about it. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood are coming out for Halloween. Yay! Oh, on, on, on PS4. Because the second season of the netflix series is coming out on halloween as well uh, 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 smart, that smart smart uh, yeah that is cross promo smartness all the way yep so that's everything i think so yeah guys this was michelle franklin oh god we are coming to the what that, that's how is that, <laughs> was that a bad a, a bad exit guys this is not michelle franklin no. it's been an imposter the whole time no uh, michelle thank you so much for coming through my pleasure thank you so much for having me and I, I almost wasn't here today Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You said you had to move some things around. Yeah. But uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, shout outs to Brandon who was watching. Shout outs to everyone who's been watching and leaving comments. I apologize. I didn't <laughs> have Thanks for the... staying with us, guys, even though we had technical problems. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for watching. Brandon says he wants your jersey. I know, yeah. I, got, uh, I actually got this jersey for free. Oh! <gasps> I, I just had to pay the shipping. So sometimes those... So, so f- to Canada, like 50 bucks? Nope. <laughs> 20 bucks flat. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great, so I can't complain. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find all of your awesome stuff? Uh, all of my books. So you can find my fiction stuff at The Freywin Herald. Nonfiction stuff, just my name is author Michelle Franklin. And you can find uh, my nonfiction books are I Hate Summer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... Oh, man. <laughs> what are you doing with I'm the camera? I'm making faces at the other camera. <laughs> You can find my my, uh, my nonfiction books. I hate summer. I hate everyone. These are relatable topics. And uh, to to be coming up, I hate everything because we're keeping with the same theme. Yeah, and that's in uh, January. Yes, that's in January. Yeah. And uh, as for what's coming up in the next week, is the conclusion to the Myrelanos novellas. And the first one is the Leaf Flute. Second one is the Barracan. And the third one is the Ship's Crew. And oh. the Myrelanos is coming out next week. Awesome. And you can find them anywhere, any online retailer, it doesn't matter. Okay. And your site? My site is uh, thehauntedblogspot.com, but I, I really just just go on my Facebook at The Freywin Herald because I put everything up there and there's links to everything. I'm going to tag it anyways. Uh, so guys, that's the whole show. Once again, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to us on the weekly here, Wednesdays at 6.30 on franklinarmstrong.com slash live. That's where the audio podcast is. And if you guys want to watch it, you can watch along on facebook.com slash franklinarmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. And we do the live broadcast on there. Anyway. Queen wave. Queen wave to this camera. Queen wave to this camera. (laughs) You can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter at a strong Franklin. No relation. Uh, Yeah. And then uh, we're not doing the Twitch rebroadcast anymore because Twitch changed the regulations and we don't want those guys. So, you know, it kind of sucks, but uh, we might figure out something else for Twitch down the road. Uh, So that's it. That's all. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're out. Peace, y'all. Peace, 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 peace.